it's time to get your sip on. Use your phone and tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining this mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit. A couple wisdom with some humor in it. Uh, nothing gets better than this. So sit back and just take you a sip. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are sipping tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip set. Welcome back to the fold, Miss L. Well, you know, Queen Sipper here. I wish I, wish I could have a week off, you know? You can. Yeah. You take it all the time, every time no, you go on these vacations. Speaking of vacation, I got one coming up next month. Do you? Where you going? Birthday, Costa Rica. You've been talking about this Costa Rica trip for a minute. Yeah. I'm excited and stoked for you. I'm excited, Are too. you going to be in your worst behavior? Probably. <laughs> Probably so. But that's neither here nor there. I'm going to save that conversation for... Another podcast. We ain't sure. in this building by ourselves. Yeah. Who else is with us? We got, Doc- we got Dr. Jen Dobson. Put Say hello. On it. Hi, how are ya? Hey, Dr. Dobson. <laughs> does it feel weird to be, called, to be called a doctor now? Um, You know, honestly, sometimes it does. So I'm like taken aback by it. No. But then sometimes it's really sexy. Just accept it, queen. Yeah. I'm a, listen, like I have a, a JD, which is a Juris doctorate, yeah. but we don't get to be called doctors. Right. It's so fucking annoying because I, I want to stunt on a host so bad, right. but I can't. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I legit so want to like do. go back. And first of all, I like legit love school. So it's nothing, mm. it ain't mm. nothing but a thing if there was no such thing as tuition. But I want to go back mm. and get my PhD so listen, bad. Listen, don't do it, okay? $100,000, 160 page dissertation. Yeah. But see, I love shit like that. I got 160-page dissertation mm-hmm. about the, the topic that I get to pick in the field that I want to study is like life for me. Yeah, I will. I would die. Okay, but I'm one of those. I know, like nerd mm. life is hard over here. Yeah, how's your week though? My week's been good. I had a good New Year. How did you guys bring in the New Year? Uh, I brought the New Year in with a few friends, a little house party. I don't like going out too much on the holidays like that because it's too crazy on the streets. Everyone's drinking, cops are out. So I tried to party close to home, and so I had a little house party, probably about five minutes from here, and me, a couple friends, we just brought in the new year, but framly. Framly. Framly, as they say, and came on back to the crib, had a little fun fun. (laughs) Yeah, a little fun fun, that was my new year. Your new year kiss, Mm -hmm. down low. Mm -hmm. I like my kisses down low. (laughs) I can't. I can't talk about my New Year's song. Oh yeah. Okay. You're pleading the fifth. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it was amazing. That's okay. Mm-hmm. How did you bring in a New Year's, though? You know, definitely not that way. <laughs> I'm yeah. jelly. Mm. Um, I brought the New Year's dancing as always. Like you know, old faithful. I like. It's one of my favorites. So like, like I just sectioned off myself to the side, prayed it in. You know, was the ball dropped, and then. Proceeded to dance my life away. You were out and about, or you were thinking crib dancing? No, I was out. Oh, okay. I, went, I went out to a salsa social in Orlando. I like to bring the New Year dancing because I like to bring the New Year active. Right. Mm, yeah. Like, ooh, it's going to be a healthy mean, New right, Year. Active. I'm starting the New Year losing pounds, right, honey. Right. And I, I think it. I did I'm like eight it. miles that night. So I felt eight like. Eight miles? Wow. That was a lot of dancing. Salsa is, is like legit. And so That's I was like, lot. oh, it's going on. I'm going wow. down. That's a lot. Yeah. Jen, how was your week? How's your week been? My week? Um, It's been crazy because I'm trying to, like, get my life back together after school. So you go from very structured, you know, responsibilities to being 
you know, self-employed, you know, entrepreneur with a lot of flexibility. So I'm like, okay, what do I do first? So I have a list of all of these things that I have to do, but I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to accomplish them because I don't even know. So I'm like chilling at home like, hmm, should I work? I sh- there, should, there should be stuff <laughs> that I should do, right? Like right. I have a thing. And I see it on my board, like like over my office desk, like, okay, there's like 20 things listed there. Like I need new employees. I need this. I need that. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to chill and watch you. And I'm going to get back to that. So that's been my week. So I'm hoping Monday, because the holidays, I'm hoping Over Monday, with. I'm going to get it together. So back fingers crossed. I have to. Yeah, I got to make some money at some point, you know. You will. I keep you spending will. it. Child, who are you telling? Just <laughs> spending like I ain't got right, a budget. Right. What, what's a like budget? Crazy. Right. You know, some people are like, what a waste. What's a budget? Look, the other day, matter of fact, New Year's Day, I was like, let me go ahead and pay for this China trip. <laughs> Like, I'm oh my god! I do not money. look forward to the food there. Mm. I went. Food you don't like the food? The mm. That's okay. Mm. I need to lose some weight anyway. Maybe but, that'll be a motivator. And I did. So there right. you go. Because when I went to Italy, I gained like 15 pounds, yeah, and I, and I did as well. Yet. Right. <laughs> so there you so go. So now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose some weight. Plus, I'm getting some lipo this year. So between oh those two things, I'm gonna be good. <laughs> okay. Well, Ain't mission, wrong with mission it. Mission right. right. All right. Let's go ahead. And... I mean, I can't do my week though. I don't know. Why are you always trying to skip over me already? <sighs> All right, Jay, please. I mean, I know y'all having us. some girl chat here. I'm going to have the real the men. I see Shay. I he was here, It's right? so but good to, like, be non-male dominated. Like, it is I'll a be trying sausage to get, I'm be party. trying to get women uh, guests on here. Uh, so my week has been pretty good. Thank you, Barry. Thank you for asking. <laughs> you look at me like that. Thank you very much. Uh, so, you know, I've been in my place for my own place now for three months. And so I didn't realize how much... I miss being in my own energy and my own space until I actually got in my own space, if that makes sense. Because it's just sometimes other people's energy will bring you down. So like I was so I was about to say is I have, so I have this friend, Melissa. I think all y'all know Melissa, Melissa, Melissa E. Banks. Yes, I love her. Shout out to Melissa. And so she, she has this, this theory or this philosophy. She says that uh, she wants to get married, but that she wants to keep her own place. So it's just like talking about my own energy. Yeah. And so I'm starting to think she has a point. So is it, cause it's hard to merge two worlds when you really like being in your own energy. Do you think people have to move in together in order to be together? Yes. You think so? <laughs> really? You really th- I, I mean, I think that's just really hard for you to be together and not be together. I think yeah. it's even difficult when you're like in different beds, let alone like you oh, guys I are going to have... I cannot do different beds. But you you want to do different houses? I'm gonna live, like, if we're going to live together, we're we going to be in the same gonna, bed. We're going to have different beds. We're not going to have different beds, but we're going to have different beds that complete different houses and different addresses. But let's say you, you, have, you keep your spot, she keeps her spot. I just say you guys get a big enough spot that y'all can have a left wing, you know, and a right wing. And when it's time for you to go off and have your own space, you go to your part in the left wing. Yeah. I go to my part in the right wing. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. I want a she shed. There's some celebrities, actually, that do that, but... I mean, I'm never going to use celebrities as an example. No, they, they, no, what to do. No. they don't count. They, they don't, don't count. count. No, they're not yeah. normal people. Right. But I mean, who's to say that you have to do that? But, but like, yes. that's not the thing. Like, no, that's a legit question. Like, if you have an issue with not sharing the same bed, if you guys are in the same house, then what? Like, why? Those two things don't go together. Yeah, I, got, I think you really just have to figure out how to still have your own space in, in, in the place that you move in together. But you also, and I think this is what, like, instead of instead of having a whole separate place, I think you just need to have a conversation with your partner and negotiate, like, 
I need individual me, personal time and space, and and yeah, let that be a real thing. Like, but sometimes it feels good. Yeah. It, you know, it's so funny because I feel like we get a we we all get attracted to our opposite because all of us are like we all need individual me time. All three people at this table are like, you can do you, boo. I'm gonna do me. Right. But I think we all probably attract people who are the complete opposite, who yeah. are like, no, if you need to go do you time, then we don't need to be together. Like, right. you're I, like, ugh. I, I like people having their me time. And, go it, off into you. But there is something about walking to your own space where you ain't got to deal with no one else walking in, yes. no one else's personality. And when you get in a relationship, you know, after a long, after a bit, you move in together. And so now, you, even though you still believe in me time, yeah. you still have their energy in that place as well. Right. And you have to worry about, got oh, I got to clean those dishes. Yeah, yeah. on how you're That's living. True. And yeah, but it's, it, it really depends, though. Like, so for me, I actually don't mind living with a man. But my biggest thing is that, like, he has to be very, very clean. I don't like certain things like if you drop your clothes on the floor or you you know, you yeah. hair in a sink or like just things like that like really start to irk me. But if your house is big enough, I think you could really make it work. But I would want both. Like I would want my own house somewhere yeah. where I can go off to do girls trips or whatever, maybe far enough away. Mm. And then I also need a big enough space where I have a designated room in that house where that is my when I'm in that room, that is my room. Like that is my time. Yeah. And you go and do your own little thing maybe you have the man cave or whatever i believe in man caves and yes. she sheds i believe yes, in them no doubt i feel like i need my mm. own space you yes. need your own space you mm -hmm. need your own room you can have it as funky as crazy you right. can have holes up on the wall if you want but isn't the house you're technically your space women take over the whole house so no you get one room what are you talking about whatever. no the house is in our space mm. if it was well, my space it, it would all be all pink mm. All right. My house is totally my space except for one room. Like well, he gets to decorate one room. The rest of the house I mm -hmm. decorate. So you don't need a she shed. I still want a she shed. No, though. so you have to be greedy. Because then I want my girlfriends to come mm -hmm. over and we're gonna have mimosas and shit. You can do that in the house that mm -hmm. is yours. Nah, because one wants his funky ass walk into the kitchen. You know? No, the whole point of the like individual <laughs> space is that the other person can't go. Yeah. So if it's in right. the living room, he still has right. access exactly. to the living room. See, exactly. If you don't get that that like cut off your own space right mm -hmm. okay. like I the man agree. cave you go in and you get to do you right i want to go in the space i want to have my own space where i could go in and do me right completely mm -hmm. figuratively and literally we're gonna, <laughs> like, we're gonna work on that below. we're gonna work on that all right we're ready for the next thing all right yes let's go ahead and get into our who am i segment so jen who am i oh sorry i'll let you tell the rules go ahead you just be wanting to take over you got the takeover spirit in 2020 you just be going right into it and forgetting people go ahead no go ahead explain so, it to jim who, who am i L, it's, them going, it's going to choose random celebrity news or people that's in the news mm -hmm. give us hints give us clues and we have to decide who she's talking about yes so you're playing against me oh, and the sippers who listen. I'm going to lose because I don't know. You probably are going to lose. I'm the best. We oh. did put a little timer on it because, you know, y'all was getting outrageous and ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and so let's go ahead and get into the first one. All right. All right. The first one, we are talking about celebrity couples, the new couplings that are so real and lovely. The very first one is going to be, okay, this one's pretty, pretty obvious. Okay, the female has been around town, mm -hmm. honey, uh, but so has my mama, who's also hooked up with a comedian legend. The male 
has literally a million baby mamas. He got he got Eddie different hoes on every area code. <laughs> like, but not just hoes, baby mamas. Oh. Uh, he's also, you know, tells you to go uh, enjoy yourself, love, because he good. So it's not Eddie Murphy? Eddie no. Murphy? Um, he's a comedian that's been around. No. It's two people. The female is connected oh. to comedian. Oh. And the male is connected to baby mamas. Mm. Who do you think of that has the most baby mamas out in the news all the time right now? Future. Hello. All right. What's a female that has been around town connected to a comedian? Might be her pappy. Uh, a female that's, con- that's connected to a comedian. That might be her pappy. Going once. Uh, going twice. I don't know. So y'all ain't shit. Ooh. All right. We're talking about Lori Harvey. Oh, I should have known Steve that. Steve Harvey. You, you brought her up a few weeks ago. I should have uh, known I that. did. So they are, a, a, they are a couple now. It's clear. Oh, it's official, official? Well, like, so they went to Paris, and she's taking pictures in the bathroom. Like They always get tripped up on these bathroom selfies because, lo and behold, you see his kicks on the floor, mm. you know, to the bed. And there's a picture with him, like, right before he went into the same hotel, uh, obviously, and those kicks. So yeah. it's like... Here we go. We know. Why would she want to date him? Who wants to date him? And I thought he was, he just literally had a baby and I thought he was dating Bow Wow's girl. He got like 13 babies or something. That's a lot. He's got a a child. Well, like we said last time, apparently Future got some good sex because these women keep going back to him. What he say to them? Like what? Future has to have the best game ever. (laughs) It can't be sex, right? Because you have to get to a point of sex. And he has money. You have to talk to, no, it's more. Future has to have like the best conversation ever. This nigga better have the best game ever. He says magical things to women because how you. He's taking them. I bet she didn't pay for nothing over there in Paris. All right. It's Lori Harvey. She don't need to pay for anything. Her her daddy got her. Right. She come from money. All, all I've heard is, is even when we got money, it's still better to spend somebody else's money. Ain't I mean, that's the truth. So. All right. So this next couple, like super shocked and surprised, not necessarily sure how that's going to work. All right. But they are both kind of semi, not really. One is a legend and the other is getting there. She will mm. become, right? Mm. So the first guy is a rapper. He's been in the game forever. He is like just like the common denominator in most like of hip hop and the other uh, the lady he's a legend you said he's a legend a living legend mm. and the other the lady is a up and comer she is an actress she's a comedian she is black and popping and she's putting everybody on I don't know who she common comments tiffany Tiffany Haddish. Yes, I guess you guys both kind of got that one. One point, one point. Because she said Tiffany first and you, you said, said Common. Common. And they're dating now. So, yes, right? Common yes. and Tiffany Haddish are dating. Did you guys see that? I saw that. Only, I, didn't, I didn't see that. Did you but see Coming? Like, I couldn't I, I see uh, I saw a recent interview with Lisa, what's her name? The, um, the, the woman that Common was um, dating. Angela Rye. Angela Rye. Yeah. And she had mentioned that they, that her and Common were no longer dating. They were just um, really good friends. And they they split amicably because she wanted to, because she wanted to have kids and Common does not want to have any more kids. So then I saw that apparently him and Tiffany were now dating as well. 
Yeah. They seem like a weird match, though, right? Right. Like, that's the thing. I don't feel like those two go together. She reads old to me, even though she's young. And Mm. he reads young to me, even though he's a little bit old. And she's so ghetto. But that's the persona she put out. I don't know if she's like that behind scenes. I read her book. She's, yeah, she's still. (laughs) Remember, the the book is still mm, a image that she's putting out, though. mm. I don't know, based on those stories and the life that she's had. But you know, like it's one of those things, like the brand, like art imitates life and life imitates art. The more that your brand is like opposite or separate of who you are is the more you turn into that person. Like there's, especially at that level and degree where you're always like impressed, you're always promoting something, you're always in production. Like who you are is the brand. And so I think it's probably who she is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seemed like, Opposites for sure. They do, um, but I can. Mm. Do you guys like how I slipped his name into the? <laughs> I'm getting slick with it, y'all. I didn't even hear it. Yeah, it's like he's common to the hip hop. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. One more. Yes, All one right. more. So this next artist, she is a political pundit. She's been out there speaking things out into the world. This, mm. the gentleman is also a restaurateur, really famous for like, like creating restaurants and franchises. He's LA based, Morehouse. Gotta be a white guy. Nope, we talking black love. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. we? And he starts restaurants? He creates mm-hmm. restaurants? He's a franchise. Wow. Um, huh. I don't know, Shaq. Okay, so the actual not Shaq. That was a good one though, actually. He he does he's yeah, like Yeah, he has like twenty seven restaurants or something. Yeah, something ridiculous. I also think Shaq's married though, so he is married. Yeah. Did he get married again? No, that's small light skin woman. Hoops. Yeah. <laughs> she was I can't. Like how can we take her serious? She was like tongue kissing <laughs> flavor flavor. Flavor Flav. Tom kisses Flavor Flav. Yeah. I instantly like. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Discredit. Yeah. <laughs> Discredit. He is definitely an ugly dude. Ugh. But he got a lot of kids. Yes, Ugh. he does. He do. So whatever. All right. Any guesses? No. Okay. Know. You might have mentioned her name at one point. Oh, Angela. Okay. Oh. And. And so she. I think the guy is harder. His name is Kareem Webb. So he I does Buffalo Wild Wings and been really feel famous know. for. Mm-mm. I should get that after I got Angela. I should get that right. I'll get that for you. So you won. Thanks. I haven't won all 2020. You feeling good about that? I mean, look. Look at 2020 a, coming in with a win. Second win. Second in the second week in 2020. <laughs> Getting back to my winning ways. Okay, I see you. Okay. New year, new, I like Angela. Though. New winning streak. I always thought she's a beautiful woman. Very, very intelligent as well. She's gorge. Like, stupidly so. She and goes so in, well-spoken. She goes in on, when she's on CNN or whatnot, she holds it down. Did you sure. guys see this, like, clip of her where she called somebody a bitch? It was mm-hmm, so, she mm-hmm, slid it in. Mm-hmm. Like, the girl tried her. She was like, well, you're wrong. And Angela was like, listen, you listen. She's like, listen, bitch. But then she kept going. Like, she mm. didn't say it. Like, she acted like it never slipped never out. Happened. It was hilarious. Because we were like, this, she just called her. The black slipped out so quick. It was so funny. What did she do? What did she um, do before she came a pundit? Because I, I had heard her name a little bit years ago. Yeah. But I don't know what she did prior. I don't know. I Maybe she was in the news. 
I feel like that's like a she natural. Because she had her own podcast. I think she still does a podcast. Yeah, she has the Angela Rye podcast. But I feel like maybe that's where she got started. Is She's an attorney. Mm. A political advocacy firm in Washington, D.C. is where she started. So she started in D.C., which is obviously mm. very political heavy. And I guess uh, yes. she became a commentator through CNN and NPR based on her being an attorney. Uh, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move over to listener shout out. So listener shout out, listener shout out. I decided to go back and check some numbers now mm-hmm. that Lipson and Spotify are under the same uh, wind, uh, umbrella umbrella for mm-hmm. stats to see. Thank you, Jesus, making life a little bit Make easier. Make it a little bit easier because normally I pull some stats from uh, SoundCloud as well. So I went back to October to see which, which, which city on Spotify mm-hmm. or Lipson had the most downloads since October. Okay. It turns out the number two city is San Francisco Bay Area. Hey, San Fran. So we had, so shout out goes to, it says San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose. So the other Bay. Because we're in hey. Bay Area, they're the Bay Area. And so they Bay had, to Bay. shout out to those in San Francisco. I'm a 49er fan. So whoever you are, I appreciate you. And so if you want to be a listener, shout out. You need to interact with us a little bit more on our po- uh, social po- platforms. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on Instagram. You can do it on an email. I actually just got our Twitter going. Yes. I just got that going. Okay, so, it's so, Twitter's so hard for me, but every time I go on, I am thoroughly entertained. Like, I don't know why there's like such a hesitation for me because black Twitter is hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's just like I'm scared of its addictive properties. Like It just feels like... People go on Twitter and then they never they leave it like they go into a hole and never come back out. Right. Yeah, I. I the same way. It's, it's yeah. too much social. I can't engage as much as I used to. Like I just don't have the attention span to be on all these different social platforms. I know it's so much. Same. Snapchat, Instagram, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much, and so I I can't do it. But you know we do have the the information for us to to be connected. Uh, how do they uh, reach out to us on our socials? All right, you can find us on Instagram at All Tino Shade Podcast. That's one word, no spaces. All Tino Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook in two ways. We have a page called All Tino Shade. We also have a group for fun interaction called All Tino Shade Podcast and Friends. Add, join, share. That's how we get it in, get it through, and get the message out. And also, you can always email us at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com if you have ideas, questions, or you just want to show some love. All right, so let's get into knowing a little bit more about Dr. Jen Dobson. Jen, are you yes, ready for this interview? I, I am, I am. You are, huh? Yes, I'm going to stay ready. Right, <laughs> if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Right. All right, so what, are you, what did you get your doctorate in? Um, so I have a doctorate in business administration from USF right here in Tampa. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. And what was your like reasoning for getting it in business administration? Um, so, well, I actually started off my educational career. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, which I really love psychology. Um, but I moved into business because I recognized the benefits of being able to run my own business and kind of create my own lifestyle. So I ended up getting my master's. I have an MBA in, you know, in business. Um, And so from there, like, honestly, like, I wasn't really necessarily planning on getting my doctorate. It was one of those things where it was kind of like, okay, this would be dope. Um, A, you know, doctor in front of your name sounds cool, right? But B, 
because of my field and I work with a lot of schools and universities, like I wanted to be able to get into some of those Ivy League schools and be able to say, okay, listen, I am an expert in student loan uh, management. I'd love to speak at your school. Yeah. And I feel like places like Harvard and Yale and Princeton are going to want that type of extra accolade, you know, yeah. so I felt like it was important to do. So I literally just applied to USF because I was like, all right, if I don't get into USF, then I'm not going like forget it, you know, because the other uh, DBA programs are in other states. I didn't want to do a whole lot of traveling. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, like I didn't even expect that I was going to be accepted because I mean, it was a pretty hard criteria to get into. So when I did, I was like, OK, this is crazy. Right. You know, but it came with a lot of responsibility. I mean, I, I literally spent like the last six months barely working at all. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have other employees, thank goodness, but I had to take a lot of time off to really just concentrate on writing and researching and developing. Um, but it was cool though, because I got to do all of my dissertation and most of my work in the student loan industry. Nice. So everything is based in student loan management, repayment options. I created a whole new repayment calculator cool. that I can determine like, okay, this is your best option and here's why. Yeah. And there's like, you know, there's like algorithmic calculations that prove it. Yeah. Um, so things like that, that was pretty badass. That's dope. I love it. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm going to ask a Go ahead. I won't like yes. completely just hog, hog the mic. Jen. <laughs> hey, you can hog me anytime. Hey, so your your business is called Degrees of Success. Correct. Tell us exactly what your business is and how do you help your clients? Sure. That's exactly where I was going with it. Yay. Could great minds think alike. <laughs> so Degrees of Success, um, I started about, gosh, 11 years ago now. Um, basically, I have a lot of different functions. I, I do student loan management, which includes things like um, looking at better repayment structures, consolidation options, uh, forgiveness programs if you qualify. Um, I have clients that work with me who are trying to get their kid enrolled into college. They need FAFSA help. They need um, help with scholarship applications and essays and things like that. Um, they also need like funding, so the parents might need to take out a particular type of loan. They're not sure what kind. Yeah. So I do all of that. Um, and then I also do like uh, rehabilitation of loans. So I get clients that have defaulted on their student loans. Mm -hmm. So I work with the lender to either completely discount a large portion mm -hmm. of their balance, um, payment differences. Like, for example, I have a client, um, they had like $175,000 in student loans but they were like super like delinquent. Yeah. I got the lender to knock off $54,000. That's awesome. Right. And get them a payment that was like 330 bucks a month. Yeah. And get them an interest rate of 0.001%. That's, an, I'm calling you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so like, there's, what? there's a lot of options, but the thing is like, most people don't realize, like part of my research that I did um, for my doctorate yeah. is that most people don't realize that they have all these options. So yeah. they keep spinning their wheels trying to figure it out, but it's, it's daunting. Like, right. You think about it. Like I have, like, obviously I went and got, you know, a JD, a law degree, which is not cheap, but I went to a public public school, which is like the cheapest you could possibly go to, but I'm still like $125,000 in debt. That is daunting every time yeah. I think about it. I'm right. like, I'm making payments. I'm like, this is crazy. Right, exactly. Well, I have clients that have 350000 450000 I don't know how you survive. Yeah, 1.2 million is a husband and wife. Woo! So, mm. woo! Mm. 1.2 million dollars. I just, had, I just had a heart attack. Right, 
right. In student loan debt. Of education but, that but, you cannot comply. Right, but, but let me be clear on, on this, though. So the people that have the higher education yeah. and the larger amount of debt are the same people that can actually pay it. They have a larger income. not delinquent. It's the people that have 20, 30,000 but never actually got their degree are the ones that are struggling. Oh, true. Because you don't have the degree, so you're not making more money. Right. Mm. But the people that finish, like, yeah. I mean, like you, like you pay your you pay your student loans. Like right. It is what it is. It might be daunting. It might be a pain in the ass, but you're able to do it. Yeah. And it's not um, affecting your credit. It really isn't. So right. those, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's an exception to the rule because I have a client that makes like 150000 and they ain't paying no student loan. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, you make too much money to not pay. <laughs> but, you know, but for the most part, yeah. they can afford it. And as long as they manage it properly, yeah. the, it's not that big of a deal, you know, so... What's the what's the average what's the average amount of debt people have in college loans? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it's about thirty six thousand dollars is the average student loan debt right now. Um, but that's taken into consideration, of course, people that never finish. Mm. Um, you know, people that just did an undergrad at a public university. I should stop there. Okay, <laughs> I was at zero. Mm, I went to look full where you ride, are full ride for mm. a fucking undergrad. I could have just been chilling right now and yeah. I have no student loans. Yeah, but also no high income. I mean, true. Yeah. Right. I could not. I could have went into data. I could have went into tech. Tech is like amazing industry. If I had hindsight. Yeah, that's true. Because my right. girlfriend did not go into a graduate program, but went into tech and she's doing. Yeah, but the percentage good. is so low because the average person with just a bachelor's degree alone will make a million dollars more in their lifetime. And then as you go up from that and you yeah. get your master's and your doctorate, you're going to make much more. So right. a lot of people get scared saying like, oh, I don't want to get um, an education because I don't want to pay the, the, the bill. I don't want to get the student loans, but it's the wrong mindset because yeah. you're going to make more money. Like a lot of my very wealthy, wealthy pay millionaire play. friends send all their kids to college. Yes. Like, and they, they already have a million dollars sitting for their kids, but guess what? They recognize the value of the education and what that's going to give you. It's definitely, you have to pay to play. You like have you to. have to. It's just like, even in your business, like I've spent $10,000 on business accelerator programs, you know, marketing dollars, right? You have to spend the money, yeah. but you're going to reap the benefits of it. So it is what it is. It is. Just suck it up. I just want to complain about it. Right. But at least, I mean, but you have a plan and you know, you made it work and you know, whatever. Yeah. So. How can the uh, sippers uh, reach out to you? What's your information? Like, how do they find Dr. Jen degrees of success? Of yeah, so th there's a couple different ways. I mean, if you type in degrees of success in Google, it's gonna pop up. Okay. Um, so there's that. Um, if you go to my website, which is studentloanmanagement.info, um, on there there's a contact page. If you click into that, you can actually schedule a call with me right there. It makes it really easy. Or of course, you can click in there and ask me a, a general question or whatever the case may be. Um, I do have a Facebook page, uh, which is Degrees of Success. Yes. Um, so there's uh, multiple ways to do that. And then, of course, you know, anybody who wants to just shoot me an email, they can at uh, gdobson at degreesofsuccessinfo.com. Nice. So one more question, and I think you'll like this question. You do So you do a lot of traveling. I do. What's your favorite place that you've traveled so far? Uh, like that question. Yeah, so I'm We're being nice. thinking. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> I'm thinking Brazil was probably my top. I love Brazil. Yeah, I mean between Peru. I mean, I love yeah. Peru too. I love Peru too. 
right. Chad is my like sister, my travel sister <laughs> that we have not gone on any travel trips. I know, right? Amazing. I, mean, I was in Peru for three months, so oh, I have I'm like so a jealous. special love for Peru, Machu Picchu. <laughs> I'm so jealous. She was like Brazil, the people in Brazil, like so sexy. Mm, yeah, so and sexy. It's not the like food. the bodies. It's really not the bodies. Everybody's like, oh, people in Brazil have the best bodies. It's like pretty average. Like if you go yeah, to Miami or if you're in Florida, it's right, the same thing. Right. It's the fucking attitude. Yeah. It's the confident. It's like yeah. they have a, they have like the most basic ass body, but the the attitude, confidence yes. is on like mm-hmm. ten. Yeah. You know? The parties are on point. Yes. Like, they go hard. They go hard. Five AM, I was like, okay, let me go. Like Tapping out, guys. Yeah, this is like, not for this me. Is I can't handle it. That's what I'm going to do yeah, this. I'm, I'm not going to China this year. I'm going China's to China fun. in April. So that'll that's be... when I went. It's cold, so prepare for that. Yeah, I know. It's supposed to be like 72 It's cold because it's very windy. It's like, right. think of it like kind of like Chicago. Mm. And nice. if you wear braids or dreads, be prepared to be mocked and like touched. Okay, I figured that'd be such, so you but, know. You know. I'm gonna just carry around some hands. Like regular, sanitizer. like straight hair, they're fine with, but they haven't seen braids a lot, especially uh, if you go into like the Beijing right, area. Right. Shanghai is more global, so they won't fuck with you as much. But Beijing, it, especially April's like off season, they it'd be people from the country who's never seen black people, period. Mm. And the braids, they go, they go hand left, wow. like complete, like will touch your braids and be like, oh my god, but like in Chinese. Right. Or Cantonese. That's more. All right. right. So, so y'all reach out to uh, Dr. Jen Dobson of Degrees of Success for more information. If you have student loans and you do a little bit of credit repair, I do credit repair as, well. as well. So yeah. reach out to her. If you have any kind of issue or uh, concerns going on, she will hook you up and take care of you. Jen, thank you for being on the show. Wait, I'm not you're done. Not leave- oh, you're not done? One. Oh. I feel like this is really important. What's your 60 second pitch like for the sippers? Like, what do they need to know about your business if they are looking for it? Yeah, so I mean, the the most important thing I think and something that I always talk about is that you're not alone when it comes to debt. Mm. Uh, people bury their heads in the sand because they don't really want to talk about it. It's a really taboo conversation. It's very true. So people like, and I have a lot of friends that I know have student loans or I know that are like dealing with debt issues, but guess who they call? Not me. Yeah. Because I think it's one of those things where people feel uncomfortable. But I want them to know that at the end of the day, A, Everything I do is very confidential, so nobody would know who I work with or who I don't work with. Right. And then B, at the end of the day, everybody struggles. I struggled. Everybody has struggled. I had bad credit back in the day before I bought my house. I didn't know any better. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't taught. So it's okay if you're having issues with your student loans or with credit. You know, reach out anyway. It's free to call and just get some info, see if we jive, see if it's something that I can do for you. And then we go from there. So I think that's so like valuable because like if it's if there's a a hesitation because there's shame to like reach out, then that is more reason to reach out because that shame can be eliminated. You can create a better way for yourself. Exactly. I I mean, I could totally just take the burden off of your shoulders and say, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I'm going to call Sally Mae for you. I'm going so to figure that to, shit out. You don't out. have to do anything but do go about your business mm-hmm. and let me deal with the struggles of it. And then at the end of the 
the day, all you have to do is sign the paperwork. And I'm going to take care of all of it. So it's a it's an relief for a lot of people, you know, just to, like, get that off their shoulders. So That's awesome. That's, like, yeah. super, superhero shit. I know. That's my new thing. Superhero shit. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, recognize, like, superhero shit in every day-to-day stuff. I like that. You know? And so, like, we low-key all do superhero shit nonstop. Right. But we just don't get, like, the recognition for it. That's yeah. a superhero shit. Yeah, like, yeah I stopped saving, yeah. stop saving hoes. No more Captain Take the Hoes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like life coaching, that's superhero shit. Yes. Like you're literally that. impacting someone's life for the better. You're helping right. them grow and evolve. That's right. superhero shit. No doubt. You know? No doubt. Dope. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the sip of the day. Well, by before the, we, before By we the move, way, Ebony loved the main sip intro, by the way. You know what, Ebony shit? Because she's lying to you. She liked it. She lying to you, bro. Everyone that's, come on has when, liked it. When I'm with Ebony and we listen to this Whatever. main sip and she tells me she Whatever. likes it and I look into her face and she's dying inside, then I will know. It's called a jingle. Let's get this shit. <laughs> it's called a jingle. I hate you. Hey, Elle, do you know what time no, it is? No, I don't. Hey, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. Hey. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Get drink you. ready. Tea ready. Uh-huh. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. Time, time for, for the, the main, main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. Yes. 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 <sighs> How are you feeling about this, Jen? Felt like I just watched y'all have sex. Like, <laughs> and that is amazing. See, 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 exactly, exactly, I wasn't ready. exactly. Yeah. What? What's Should I close my eyes and leave the room? Yeah, there you go. We were like, see. I'm like, mm, right. That last eye is a little much, ain't it? Yeah, ain't a little, little much, right? Okay. I mean, mm. cool. I mean, whatever y'all going. For. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was nice. So, make sippers. We are t- we are I'm talking. We are talking about legacy. What is it? Does and it still exist? Yours what yours would be? All things legacy. So, definitely put your headphones on, turn up the volume, put put up your drink. All right. So, I think the fundamental question that we always start with mm-hmm. is like, what's your definition of legacy? What does it mean to you? When I was younger, legacy always meant what you're leaving behind for like your kids. Like, how much are you leaving money behind? Are you leaving a house behind? Are right. you leaving all these things behind to build your legacy? But now that I'm older, I mean, those things are still important. Don't get me wrong. But for me, my legacy is how do people remember me? Yeah. That is what is really important to me. That's my legacy. And so that's why. I, Personally, I, right now, I try to treat people in a way that they will remember Jay Noetic when I'm gone. Right. right? And, and a lot of times, how you treat people, that legacy, other people will adapt that legacy. Mm-hmm. Right? And your legacy can exist even after you're gone in that way. So for me, I've moved more from the material side of legacy because I'm still trying to build that. Yeah. But I'm more so focused on the legacy of how I how I'm remembered. I just like I had like this real recognition that like you're like my most unproblematic best friend. Yeah? Yeah. Like you're awesome. Yeah. I like just had this moment of like, you know, that's a good, like you think well. I, you think well, sir. <laughs> you know, I really am very passionate about human beings. 
And, yeah. and I really want people to do to become the better versions versions of themselves. And like and as being your friend, like I can like literally attest that like that is an action that you actually exhibit in life. Like you Thank know, you. people say things and then they don't follow it through. Uh, like you actually do that. Yeah, I, I I'm. All right, a let's good get over dude. this love session. I'm <laughs> over it. It's not disgusting. First, first, we have moving sex on. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth a little right. bit. I can only like you so much. You know, much. my mom. My mom asked me the other day, and she was like, "So how's your dating life going?" Oh, it's okay. Blah blah blah. Just side topic. And she was like, "Not to be on your business, but how come you and L?" <laughs> Okay, have, that's like the, literally dated. the number <laughs> one question we get. First of all, we would be terrible together. Terrible. Stop asking. Let it go, y'all. Too funny. So it was oh, legacy to use, Jen. Ooh, uh, it would not work. Uh, it might all right, work. Jen. It might work. Mm-mm. I mean, as long as you get a separate house. <laughs> right, exactly. a separate house. Exactly. But, you know, the same bed. How does that work? Oh, it works. All right. <laughs> What's your legacy? What does legacy mean to you, Jen? Um, well, I have a son, so, it, and it probably means different things for people depending on whether you have children or not. But for me, it's, it's a combination of multiple things. A leaving stuff behind so yeah. i do want to leave money behind i want to leave a house behind you know i want to leave as much as i can behind to my son uh, so that there is that generational wealth that yeah. in a black community we don't see often right yeah. and it's important for us at some point you know to break the cycle of not doing that and make sure that we do that for our children going forward and teach our kids to do that yeah um but it's also about like teaching yeah like for my son, like, I want to make sure that my legacy is teaching him how to act in a certain way, making sure that he becomes the best person that he can be, be. to pass that on as well. I agree. Um, and then, of course, for myself, you know, leaving behind um, people that do love me, that felt like they were connected with me, that felt like I was a good person. Um, leaving behind a business, leaving behind books that I've written, all of that is also really, really important to me. So, you know, there's really a combination a of a few things. But legacy is really, really big because that's all we have left. Like when we die, like what else do we leave? And I do think it, the legacy depends heavily on whether or not you have a kid or not, or what your definition of legacy I, is. I don't even, because like if you think of Gandhi, I don't think, did he have kids? I can't remember. But like, I don't think of his kids. I think of him. Absolutely, because of what, know, he, what, what he legacy, did, what he right. did, why he was alive, and what he right. left yeah. behind. So Bossy. for legacy to me, it's the, the imprint that you leave on this life. Like, so if, you know, generations were to pass, when, when you pass, when you leave, you know, and I almost say like 20 years from when you leave, mm -hmm. what will be, what will be known of you? Yeah. That's legacy, right? What have you created that like stands the test of time mm -hmm. where that like it can be directed back to you or you have some part in it. You know right. what I mean? And obviously the the easiest one is family. You yeah. know, if you have a child then twenty years from now that they are still alive and their progeny and so on and so forth. But you know, I also want that legacy to be something outside of just my children. I want my legacy, who I am individually and not like who I burst uh -huh. to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, right. You know, my thing. Uh -huh. So going towards legacy, it's something that I've recently realized that we've been getting away from. Um, but I think it needs to have a comeback in 2020. Okay. What's that? Traditions. Oh. Right? Traditions are have you guys seen This Is Us? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. First of all, let's just like shout that show out. It yeah, is. So uh, show I haven't over. watched the new season. Fucking maze. I don't know. I kind of lost. I kind of lost I did too, but then I like rewatched the new season. They come yeah. back hard. They okay. come back. They come back with it. Yeah, I got the, watched a couple episodes of the new season. I was like, ah. yeah. It like yeah. It, it starts off a little slow. I'm not okay. gonna lie, but okay. like with the like the weird uncle and they're in yeah, you know the woods in a trailer. It's character building. It's like they're trying to build something yeah. up for later on, so yeah. it gets good. You get there, but it right. takes okay. it takes a minute. Yeah. But like that show shows so well how important tradition is yeah. how like who you are and what your impact can be on your family alone and the people yeah. around your family is amazing and i feel like this is something that we tend to like we're losing tradition yeah. so what are some of the traditions that you guys have in your family or that you personally have that are like sacred to you or that you might have lost now that you think about it honestly i could honestly say we don't have any None? traditions that or that were passed, you know, in the black community, maybe in the white community too, we used to always go to family reunions. That was the thing, but I stopped going to those a long time ago. And mm. so there aren't a lot of traditions that currently happening in my immediate circle. But one thing that I, I decided this, this last month, I actually took my nephews out mm -hmm. uh, this past month because they're all grown. grown I men. know, like one of your nephews is so cute. I was like, <laughs> Look at this little teeny bopper. He about yeah. to be out here with all the hoes. Which one? The one? Um, your sister, he's like, he had little color hair. Jordan, I think. Talking yes. about Jordans. Mm -hmm. so, so what I realized, going back to legacy, is that the impact you have, you have a bigger chance to leave a legacy with the people in your family than yes. you do anyone else. And People forget that. Even though they are young men, Mm -hmm. They still look up you the to me. OG. They still look up to me, and I, and I realized when I took them out how much they enjoyed being with Uncle Jay. Yeah, you know what I mean. And at the end, at the end, when I I hugged them, told them I loved them, they was like, one of them was like, "Well, don't let this be the the last time I hear, hear from you in a long time." Oh, and it I realized, you out, bro. Yeah, honestly, I do my which good. Yeah, because I do my own. I always do my own thing. Yeah. But going back to two traditions, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make this a monthly thing yeah. for me and my nephews. Mm -hmm. And so I also want to start doing a family trip once a year. Yes. That can be a tradition. But outside of that, I don't have a lot of traditions personally. So that's what I'm trying to start. What about you, Jen? Yeah, so um, in my family, not necessarily, but between me and my son, we do. Um, and it was, it was evident this year, so my son lives in Pennsylvania and I live here in Florida. But for Christmas, for my son's like first 20 years, like I always had a tree and it was always decorated and we always had like every year from the time he was born. I know. People say, what's the point of the tree? The tree is mm. the tradition. It's mm -hmm. part of the- Think yeah, about all my Christmas childhood. It. Right. And it's so attached and yeah. associated with that motherfucking tree. Exactly, exactly. And so when I saw my son, when he came down for graduation, I just overheard him talking to like my sister, like, oh yeah, kind of sucks, you know, I don't have a tree. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know he cared. You mm. know what I mean? Like. But then right. I was like, oh shit, like we they have care. one forever. Like, yeah. how, so what I did is thank thank you, Amazon Prime. Listen, <laughs> listen, my <laughs> God. It was like, it was December 21st, okay? Okay. And I was like, I need to get my son a tree and all the fixings. Yeah. And everything was on Amazon, two days shipping, and he had everything by the 23rd. Yes, yeah. come and through. And so he was like, and it was so funny because the day that I 
I shipped everything to him, he was just talking to his coworkers like, yo, look at the trees that I used to have with oh my, my mom. Mm. I don't have one. And then I texted him. I was like, hey, you need to run to the house. You have some packages. He was like, no way. Oh, and I had the whole so hype. He was like, he's like, oh my God, I can't wait to get off of work so I can put my tree up. I was like, hey, cool. I'm so hyped for so him. That's, you know, so that's a really big thing for me. And now I realize how important it is to my son. Yes. So I'm going to continue like every year we should, used to buy a new ornament. Yeah, you used to pick one keep out. it up. And then with my family, like we we travel more now together. Yeah. You know, we've been doing a trip almost at least every year where we get together and we um, I hire a private photographer and we take pictures as a family. Yeah. yeah. So it's really cool. And we do like different like themes. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's really cool. Like when my sister um, last year, Last July, um, she had like a luau party, so I had everybody dressed in Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, we took photos, and then before that, we all wore like white like lace, and like the guys wore white shirts. So like we're starting that, of, yeah. Like, because you family have photos. photos. Yeah. yeah, family photos. Like, nobody has family photos anymore. Yeah. And that used to be a big thing. Yeah. I feel like kind of our generation sucks a little bit. Like, I think maybe it's us. Or maybe our... No, not our parents. Because our parents... Maybe... No, it's our parents. Never mind. It's our parents. Our parents got tired. <laughs> and they started, like, giving up on traditions because they were like, oh, these kids don't give a fuck. But right. it's like... We, you don't realize when you're younger how important those things mm, are to you. Right. It's not until you look back older where you're like, I really like missed that. Like right. I really appreciated that. Like exactly. So my family, we're really big on tradition. Like for breakfast on Christmas Day, it's my dad's thing. It's like Christmas. Everyone's talking about like dinner and lunch. For my family, it's breakfast. My dad makes like this huge breakfast. Yeah. It's his thing. He roasts a whole damn ham. Oh, like. Nice. And he goes in. And so for us, it's like that morning breakfast is like the the Christmas mm -hmm. thing. Like, yeah. it's the thing. Nice. And just like, so we've recently also gotten into family trips for Christmas. Because like all of the kids are kind of at an age where they're, you know, not like they're not rushing down the stairs at yeah. 6 a.m. Yeah. to open up right. gifts. Right. So it's mostly like adults in our house. Mm -hmm. And so... We realized that the last like Christmases it's like kind of been like a little lackluster, and so we're like, well, we should just start taking trips. So we're gonna start taking trips to, like, maybe some winter wonderlands or even yeah. Puerto Rico, right. like right. the complete opposite, yeah. right. so that we spe still spend Christmas together in yeah. one place, like yeah. one hotel or one home, like right. one Airbnb, but that we're connected. Right. Yeah. But I feel like tradition is one of those most important things. So, moving forward. Now that you kind of recognize like like importance of tradition, what's a tradition that you want to implement moving forward in 2020? Like some new new. Um, like I say, I, for me, for I you, would, your nephews, my nephew, then definitely doing some family trips. Um, what's your first family trip gonna be? I don't know a cruise. My mom, my mom has Cruises never. Cruises are nice. My mom has never. Paid. Yeah, my mom has never. Um, really outside. Well, I won't say. I'm about to say she never left the country, but she used to live in Germany. Cause my dad was in the military, but when she came back to the states, she has not left the country since. Okay. Oh, wow. And so I would like to get her. An easy way to do that is cruising. Yes, cruise is very easy. Mm -hmm. And so in the world. I think I, that's probably gonna be something that I would like to do. That way, I can still do my own thing on a cruise ship. Yes. You know what I mean? I think it's a payment plan, so it's very yeah. like you know affordable. And right. Yeah. So that's, that's probably, a smart idea. Yeah. That's probably what I would. I yeah, would and say. that's the slot of the yeah. family, the Christmas thing. Yeah. Right. 
cruises. What about you? What's a tradition yes. you would like to start? So um, I just started it this year where I take my son to a new place. Um, and you know, cause I took him to Vegas for his birthday and mm -hmm. it was just so dope. Like, yeah. So I was like, okay, it would be nice at, at least once a year, like me and my son and whoever else in the family wants to come, but yeah. we go on like a trip somewhere different, you yeah. know? And we just talked about it, um, just the other day about going to Jamaica as our next trip. Cause dope. he's never been, you know, he likes to smoke weed. Right. So, you know, I, it's a great place to go and it's a really like fun, chill place. And mm -hmm. I've been to Jamaica so many times. So I think you should get you him know, a medical marijuana card by the way. I know. Well, he's in Pennsylvania, so they, they don't have, they don't have it. marijuana okay. up there. Okay. But yeah, we'll yeah, we'll talk about that. But uh <laughs> but All yeah, so Tino Shade is to, is not promoting weed. We're not, but if he's doing it, I hope he's doing it for medical purposes. Yeah, which yeah. I'm sure he is. Yeah. I'm absolutely yeah. certain. Yeah. He got glaucoma. Yeah, he has anxiety. He got a messed up knee. He, he got diabetes. Uh, all 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 these kids now have anxiety, so mm -hmm. you know that's what it is. What? But um, anxiety is real, y'all. What it about is yourself? real, but damn. Okay, so one that I actually am like low key super excited about is, and I'm sorry for the fellas, but I want to do a tradition where I bring all my girlfriends together, one hotel room, like a girls' night pajama party, but mm. like lit, like for us, like yeah. you know, I want to have like. You know, henna artist coming in, Ooh. and massage therapist, and maybe a like a yoga. No, like I don't even uh. want it to be about sex because that's really what fucking men are about. Like, I want it to be uh. about like de-stressing, about relaxing, about empowerment, about confidence, about sisterhood, about goodness, and it can also have a little bit of dick in there. I'm not gonna lie, you know, but that was, yeah. you know, but I really <laughs> wanted more so. You just said you didn't want about sex. You wasn't sex. ready for mm -mm, sure. Mm -mm. I mean, those sometimes they go hand in hand, but like mm. maybe having somebody come in, like an instructor, to like show you some tips and tricks and Ooh, things like that. that you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. a full blown ladies' night. Yeah. You you know, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm nice. sure women would enjoy and I'm that. like, I love my girlfriends, but I feel like, you know, especially like when you get older, especially when you're like focused, like I'm starting, I'm creating a new business and I'm like really focused on that. I'm like spending less time with them. Yeah. I'm like, I really want to connect with them, like really, really connect. Cause I think mm -hmm. it's so easy with your friends to like almost get into a lull where you're you know, how you doing? I'm doing okay. And leaving it at that. When you don't you, spend any time together. Yeah, you're not spending like, quality time. Yeah. You're not really kicking into like, because, you know, pride can keep people from saying things. Like, I realized that also with my college friends who now we're all adults. Like, I'm hesitant to tell them certain things because of ego. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So I'm like, let's create. And fear of judgment. And fear of judgment. Yeah, fear of judgment. And so I'm like, let's create a space where we can like really reconnect with like my girlfriends. Yeah, I think that'd be, that'd be yeah, good. Yeah. That. So right. that's Going, like the new thing for me. So f following up I'm on, calling it tribe night. on how, right. talking about like Christmas tree and how yes. your kids expect that. I think that's part of legacies that, that other people pick up. So if yes. I said like you want, I want to pass a legacy that other people will say, I want to keep this tradition going because right. my uncle, my mom, this, this is a, this is her legacy. Right. And I, in order to keep her, alive somehow yeah i want to adopt that you like know? could you imagine if we didn't have thanksgiving like the pilgrims created a legacy we don't know that like we know that the pilgrims were here but like will we really be knowing like and talking literally about the pilgrims without thanksgiving 
Right. You know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't be, like, a constant yearly conversation no. without this one tradition that they've created. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't talk about Thomas Jefferson that way. We do, yeah. low-key, but not really because he <laughs> right. was a hoe. Because of, right. And he had a little love for the, for the black the black skin. I, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> right. Hey, right. Boom. Mm. But, like, we still don't talk about George Washington or Thomas Jefferson in the same degree that we would talk about pil- pilgrims of all things. Right. Yeah. But that's because they show up every motherfucking year every because year. of this one tradition. I think sometimes, unfortunately, the the people who kept certain traditions going have passed away. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. great grandmas and grandma. It has to be a person that forces their family to get together. And after my grandma passed, our family we didn't really get together like we used to. I think we're yeah. an ap- apathetic culture. And unfortunately, when you have an apathetic culture, you don't have people stepping up to literally take on. Because it, I have done that for my family at some point. And it is a lot of extra work. It's a lot of extra work. Like, it to is. take on the being the person the coordinator. to coordinate. Mm-hmm. Like, so my family has decided to do a family cookbook. And by my family, I've decided to do a family cookbook. Because nice. my family's Trinidadian. And we were. it was Christmas Day. And my mom was making black cake or rum cake. And I don't know, a lot of people know about what that is, but it's like this black cake, you soak it in rum, it's delicious. I do love some rum But, cake. like, all black cakes are not the same. They are not all equal, honey. Right? But my mom makes, like, amazing black cake, and so we get orders, literally. She gets, like, 100 orders, if not more, every Christmas for this oh, wow. damn black cake. Yet none of us know how to make the black cake. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? And so somebody said something about my grandmother who passed away last year. And she was like, she, my, mom, my grandmother used to make this amazing fish cake. And nobody knows how to make these fish cakes. Right? And so we're like, we need to do a cookbook. Like, we need to be able to pass down these things. Because we're losing. We're literally losing them. Nobody knows how to make these fish cakes. I'm like, if my mom passed yeah. away, God forbid, she's never dying. She's literally living forever. That's how I've told myself in my head. Mm-hmm. You guys are just going to have to go with that. <laughs> okay. 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 Got you. All right. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, when she never passes away, because she never will, I need to know how to make this black cake. Right. Like, have you, do you guys have foods or like certain like traits or skills that you learn from like certain family members or people in your life? Mm. And that you're like, wait, I don't know how to do that or... You know, or you've seen that and you want to know how to do it, but you never did. Mm, for me, um, I actually learned pretty much how to do all of the meals. Um, you know, my grandmother was really big on like having like Thanksgiving and meals at the house and she had a really big house. So we always had those meals. And I just like I don't even know how I learned it because my mom didn't teach me how to make all of the food. I just kind of picked it up like kind of as you went. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. But at the same token, like, I don't make most of the things that we used to make. make. But mainly because most of that shit is so unhealthy. Like, yeah. I've already, like, I just... But doesn't that scare you? Because that's also a tradition that now, right. like, if you don't make it, then your son doesn't, you know, yeah. recognize that as, like, that kind of meal. Right. And so what's his version of, like, Thanksgiving now? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, what's his version of Thanksgiving if right. he doesn't hold on to your meals? Right. So yeah. it's like, well, he does, yeah. You he know? still does the same meals. Like, matter of fact, he called me for Christmas, and he was like, Mom, how do you make your mac and cheese again? Because yeah. you know, I want to make it just like yours yeah. and whatever. So I've passed that down, but I just don't think that, like, I don't cook like that. Yeah. You can make the healthier versions, though. But as long as, like, you're making macaroni, you're, ma- you're yeah. still oh, doing yeah. you're, you're still, still doing the traditional the good, meals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the macaroni cheese, You're just cheese, making it remixed. Yeah. And I think that's fine. I think you can remix it. I'm just like, yeah, you need to have it, right? Everyone doesn't have a family that 
that cooks. I think it's a great idea though. Like my, yeah. but mom, we didn't have any any meals that That's we can pass. Crazy down, to me so. because my family is such a oh, cooking yeah. family. Yeah, we had a lot of cakes, like you know, different types of cakes. I mean, I do like a pineapple upside down cake, yeah. like, like all the time because yes. people love it. So good. Um, potato salad is. And you know what? Not all potato salad are equal. No, no, okay, no. Well, can we just talk and, about it? Uh, Less, do you have listen. relish in your potato salad? Oh my salad? god, just not talk about it. Is this like a relish thing? Do you like relish in your potato salad? I like all potato salads. Okay. I do well, relish, and relish I'm a, onions, I'm a potato mustard. Salad guy. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. I needed all of the things in my yeah. potato salad. So, yeah. what's the one thing that you want to remember? To be remembered for uh, for legacy. What's yeah. the one thing you think about your legacy? What's the well, one thing you want to be remembered for? That's a question that I had. Can I? Can I? Um, it's the same question, but a little bit more detailed. Okay. Do you mind? What do you think your current reputation is? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm. Um, depending on who you ask. Right. <laughs> but you're average. But, but on like average. Overall, like like a stranger that might know of me outside looking in, I. I would say that they probably say that I'm pretty ambitious. Yeah. Um, I think my reputation is that I work pretty hard, that I'm always striving for success. Um, you know, from all the people that have been asking me for money, they must assume I have a couple dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, Jen, Jen keeps getting like a text message or DMs for money. <laughs> from strangers. From, from strangers. Yeah, yeah it's strangers. Weird. Like, can I? I'm like, I don't even know you. Um, but so, so I assume that my reputation is that I work hard and that, um, you know, I'm doing pretty well financially, but you know, I also play very hard mm -hmm. and I'm sure that that shines through. Um, I'm pretty open and honest on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and with like basically 5,000 friends, like obviously some of them are a business or whatever, but I just really keep it real. So I party my ass off. I'm living the best life I can. I travel. And I think all of that Afraid. is part of what people see me as, Yeah, you know, very like open, honest, and real. At least that's what I hope. What's a come to the follow up. What's a common, like, I thought you were this kind of person like that you get from people because like you know people show up to you and they like meet you for the first time mm. they always have that like oh I thought you would be like A B yeah, and C true. what's that what's that do you get from them so for me like and maybe because they might have known me when I was younger and I was more so this person but I think people assume that I'm gonna be a little more like conceited or egotistical or you know not be as friendly as I am or down to earth. Um, because at the end of the day, like, even though I can be very bougie, yeah. I can also be on the opposite side. Like I have, I have friends on every end of the spectrum. Like right. I have broke, 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 broke friends and I have very, very wealthy friends and I love them all yeah. equally. So I think people assume that I'm going to be like this bougie, you know, bitch. Right. And I'm not, um, mm -hmm. I think I'm a lot more laid back, especially as I've gotten older. I mean, I probably was a little more so that in my twenties cause everybody thinks they're all that in their twenties, but right. Now that I'm 42 years old, like it's I'm a much more laid back, chill person than I ever was. So, what about you, Jay? What do you think your reputation is right now? Um, like on, on average, overall, I think my reputation is probably the the person that <laughs> they don't it can't it can't quite put their finger on. Okay, like but they know that I'm very accepting of people. Okay. Yeah, so they know that I'm I love life. Yeah. They know that I love people. Uh-huh. They know I have a good time, but I'm also a little mysterious. Because they don't, cause I don't let a lot of people into my circle. Okay, that's true. And so uh, those on the outside, they see pictures. 
they see other people talking, but they don't know. They don't know what's going on with Jay. Like, it's, you know, I think that's my current reputation. A good, a good dude. Yeah. Very fun. Good energy. No drama. Yeah. You know, but can't quite put my finger on who he is. And now the follow-up like, question. And I like that. What's the feedback that you get the most where people are like, oh, I thought you were such and such and such kind of dude. Like, what's that feedback? Actually. I already know. I know one that you get all the time. Everybody always assumes who you are. They so what? Are you a hoe? Yeah, I was. Oh, oh yes. yes, yes. I do get, I do get that a lot. But I think that comes with one being Cause attractive. Because you a hoe? I'm not a, I'm not a hoe. You for know. the record, let's be real. I'm I not mean, a hoe. Nobody's really a hoe. I'm, I'm mean, not a hoe. You know. I don't want people thinking He's I'm a, a hoe. hoe. <laughs> no, I'm not. Let's not put that out there. We're but, not. Uh, we're not putting that out there. I'm joking. But no, a lot of people do think that. But I'm not. I'm very particular who who I sleep with, and I enjoy, and I I. I think sex is important. I think you should have a healthy sex life. So, yes, but I'm definitely people do think that. But more so than anything, they are surprised by my build, my physical build. A lot of people, a lot of people think I'm skinnier, <laughs> and then they see me, they're like, "Damn, you you a solid dude," you know. And like, so, why you think? I'm thick. I'm solid. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think I represent exactly who I am. Like I don't. I'm very authentic, um, social media wise as well. Like I don't portray myself to be something that I'm that I'm not. And so when people see me in, in person, I'm the exact same way in person that I am online. I'm, I try to be funny here and there. I try to be a good, a good listener. Mm-hmm. I try to be respectful of people's uh, perspectives, opinions. And I, and more than anything, I, I accept people for who they are. Doesn't mean I, I uh, will invite you, in invite you into the circle, but I accept you for who you are. Over and, there. Or, you know. Over there, though. Right. Yeah. I will right. accept you from over there. What about yourself, Al? Okay, so I don't know what my reputation is. It's so funny because I'm so, like, um, anti, like, worrying about what other people think about me. You know, like, I've gotten very much into that space of, like, trying my hardest to live, like, authentically. But I, I, I would say, like, my reputation has to be I'm opinionated for sure. I mean, that's no doubt. <laughs> A thing, right? I'm opinionated, but I'm also like your your non yes friend. <laughs> your non yes friend, right? Like I will say yes, and I will like tell you 110. percent You want to start a business? Okay, cool. But if your business idea is stupid, I'm gonna be like, I don't think it's good, and this is why I don't think it's good. But maybe if you do A, B, and C, like you can redirect it into a specific a specific thing. Because I'm all about like everybody entrepreneurs. So I'm not your friend who's not gonna just say yes to say yes. But I'm always going to be like 110% down to support you in all the things that you do. You know what I mean? Even if I disagree, I still think yeah. it's really important as a friend to support the person that you're, you're friends. Because right? you don't have to be, because you disagree does not mean you won't be successful. You, right. might, you might not just get the, the, the business plan. Y'all have to know. You know. Okay, Chrissy Teigen, what is it? All of Me, like, which is one of John Legend's like most famous like songs. She hated it. You know what I mean? Like his wife. And it's literally a song about her. She did not want him to release it. She didn't like it. Of course, it goes on to be one of his biggest hits. Like, so you don't always like my, I know for a fact that my opinion isn't always the right opinion. It, it can't be like, there's just no way that it can be. But at least your friends have that perspective of saying, okay, well, maybe let me listen to it. Yes. You know I'm like, I always give my perspective in the chance and the hope that it, even if they do what they're will, that they're going to do, which I don't think is a good idea, but that maybe they'll plan better in accordance to like my reservations so that they will be successful. Cause right. I'm always hoping for success, but like, you know, I think my reputation also is like, I'm hard to get to know. I think I'm mysterious too. 
which I shouldn't be because we have a podcast. I'm like literally speaking my mind every motherfucking week, right? Yeah. But like, yeah. I think people get shocked because I talk a lot during the podcast, obviously. But that's like with my friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so when I meet them in public, I think people are mostly shocked how quiet I am. Yeah, I'm quiet in person too, more, more so because I'm an observer. Me too. Right. I like I to. Take I, it like, in. I like to observe people. I like to see what their body language is saying. What his body language is saying, what does her does her language, her verbal language match her body language? I'm just taking it all in, and then I listen. So for me, I'm not this huge, even in my own circles, like with Lori and Ken and all them. I'm just listening, and I'm but I'm enjoying it because yeah. I that's who I am. Me too. Yeah, I'm like what I get the most from people is like they'll say. I didn't realize like you're as chill as you are, which I tell people all the time, but I think that I look bougie. Like I have resting bitch face. It's a thing, you know what I mean? And so I also think that if you're pretty and you have resting bitch face, people automatically assume that you're Mm -hmm. bougie and that you hate everyone. And I don't, but I'm also very comfortable of like being in my own space. And so I can be in social situations and social settings and like be fine not talking to anyone. Like I'm so comfortable because I like to like kind of to Jay's point. I like to just watch. I like to see and observe right. and kind of see what's going on. My major to your major was, is sociology, so I like watching people in groups. Right. Like that's literally yeah. a thing for me. So yeah. let's end it on on this. I think we talked about a lot of different things about legacy. Yeah. And the only thing that that the definition for legacy that they have is an amount of money or property left to someone in the will. That's and legacy is so crazy. much more it's than that. So much more. It encompasses so much more. Yeah. Yeah. I have to like, so I, what I would leave it on, and maybe we don't need to do it, or maybe we can do one thing, like one. Um, sippers, I want to say like, what do you want your legacy to be? Because I feel like for you to know where you need to move, you need to know where you're moving towards. Like you need to have a goal. And I was actually really nice when I was prepping for this um segment this episode i had to ask myself like what do i i know what my legacy is now but like Mm -hmm. what do i want my legacy to be because then it made me put some real actionable like goals and items of things like i need to accomplish to make that happen so what's something that you have to do and just one thing for each of you um that you feel like you need to do for your legacy sake i don't know i mean it's just for me i think i need to write more because I, I honestly feel like that's going to be a huge part of my legacy is the words and the my thought process that I leave behind. Because I definitely do not think like most people when it comes to spiritual beliefs. And there's so many people that feel that feel like me and think like me and don't have that voice. I'm sure there were people who before Buddha, it was like Buddha said, well, I'm going to write, I'm gonna just write this and write that. And now look, Buddhism is this big thing. Mm-hmm. Christ, Jesus Christ. Christianity after him is a big thing. And so when I'm long and gone, I want people to be able to read my words and say, this is who Jay Noetic is. Right. Maybe Noeticism become, becomes a lifestyle. Oh my God. He's trying to join a cult, y'all. No. He's trying to create a cult. Was Buddha a cult before all, he did they're it? All they're, all, they're all cults. They're all cults. I mean, the cults are not bad, though. That's no. the thing. We've, it's such a negative connotation. But like, have you guys seen Mixed Dish? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. They have that like community. It sounds lovely. <laughs> It can be. It just depends. It just gets a little weird. But so for me, I would say I need I need to write more because that's going to be a huge part of my legacy I, for sure. I agree. What do you think is like an action item on for you in terms of legacy? So, um, I mean, there's so many, but 
to break it down to one, I would say that I really just want to build a, like a huge business, like a student loan business that is throughout the world where there's multiple franchises and everybody knows degrees of success. Yeah. Um, And then that way I have that, not just to pass down to my son and my nieces and nephews, but also to allow other people to have to pass down to their kids. Yeah. So if I could build that where I have a franchise in every state, that gives people opportunities to also be financially successful and to have a legacy to pass down as well. So that would be my thing. Yeah. For me, I have to say create more. I've definitely like have been, I think 2019 was like a bad year for me. I've been in a creative rut, you mm-hmm. know, I haven't been dancing, like even like. Oh, you had a lot going on. You had a lot. Yeah, you had definitely. I had, I had so yeah. much going on. It was crazy. But like, I've definitely been in a creative rut where I haven't been like growing as an artist and like creating the things, like seeing them come to fruition. And I know that's like been partly, partly based on like, you know, depression. Some of it is situational. My brother passed away this year, which oh, has wow. been hard for me. Sorry to hear. Um, and my mom was diagnosed with cancer, so it was just like oh, a wow. double whammy of like whoa-ness of 2019. Oh, um, so it definitely staunched like my creativity and like the things that I want to do. But like, it's so funny because I think, and it's so fun. Like I was intentional about bringing the new year in dancing because like to me, that's where a lot of my like, it revives my heart, yeah. you know? It revives my like creative chakras. And like all of a sudden recently, I'm like on a like, okay, like we need to refocus on the Altino Shade website. And we need to like, I'm like on this like creative, like my juices are flowing again. I'm thinking again, I'm tapped back into it. And so I realized like that's part of my legacy and I need to like focus on it more. Mm-hmm. Like I'm at the place where I'm like, okay, the, the, the crazy madness has finally calmed down. And like, I need to get back into life. Right. Get back into a groove. So, Sippers, I would say for you, you know, it's a new year, it's a new freaking decade. I would question or challenge yourself to ask yourself what is your current legacy? What's your current reputation? And is it something you're comfortable with? And if it's not, maybe what you need to change it? And ultimately, what's your your goal legacy like what do you want to leave this earth and be remembered for for a hundred years and what are the steps that you need to meet to get there because if you don't plan for success then you you plan to fail and you gotta start it now because tomorrow oh. is not given not promised yes. and why not it's a new decade it's up a new it's decade it's a new decade yes. so you like, got 10 uh, years to, to, to try to build upon your legacy it's so lit like where you are at 2030 this time you know what I mean? Like, hopefully nice. we are all, like, like just killing it. You know nice. what I mean? But that's definitely, you have man, to be, be smart I'm going to be 48 in 10 years. Oh, Jesus. Take Woo. the wheel. Oh, man, status. Oh. All right, lads. Let's go ahead and move on to unsolicited advice. Y'all ready for this tea, Sash? Let's get it. All right. So, first one is, oh, well, the only one is... <laughs> I wanted to get some advice about a situation I'm going through. I recently got in a relationship with this guy. Everything started off great, but as soon as I found out I was pregnant, things began to change. Most importantly, how he treated me. Mm. I began to question his character and his intentions because he kept saying I should get an abortion Mm. because it's not the right time. Quote, Mm. unquote, when is it ever the right time unless it's planned? 
But I feel God makes no mistakes. There are women that can't even reproduce, and this person wants me to do this. Mm. With his last girlfriend, his son ended up passing away, and he wasn't given the opportunity to be there like that, so I included him in everything now. Mm. I'm about to be 20 weeks. He never introduced me to his family. He's never mm. met most of mine's. When I say this to him, I'm portrayed as crazy or he doesn't know what I'm talking about. I feel like I gave my all until until I have nothing to compromise mm. being with him, being with somebody that's emotionally unavailable and that's not willing to have an open communi- not willing to have open communication. I believe sh- I believe shouldn't I, I believe shouldn't no man I gotta like start editing these things, girl child. Bye. Put a woman in that predicament to kill innocent life off so easy like that. Today I chose to walk away because that's not what I want or need, but I don't want to kill an innocent life because I decided my happiness needs more than selling for someone I don't deserve. Mm. Hmm. Any insights, Queen, on what I should do? How how should I react to his relationship with the baby? He, I don't think he really wants a relationship with the baby. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. How should I proceed? Listen, <laughs> can I can I start? You can one? start. <sighs> people this make this is a lot. Yes, this and is a lot. People make like in in whoever she is. You know, I wish her the best, but people make really bad decisions. Yeah. Um, you went into a relationship that wasn't really a relationship and then had a baby with somebody you wasn't really with. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Now here, no that there. Part. No, no, that that now. part. Right. But so you can't really expect him to want to be there when he didn't sign up for it. You know but what I mean? But at some degree, don't you kind of feel like he did? No. Like if you are having sex with someone, especially if it's not protected, because right, right. Like if you're wearing condoms, condoms don't break that hard, like that much, y- yes, right? They do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, what you're doing? It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, there we they go. Do. They can break often. Right. But like at some degree when you are having sex with someone, if you're not on the pill, if you're not on the, you know, right. the, the shot. Right. There's a guy shot now, by the way. There is. Aren't you some in some way kind of signing up for the chance of like there being a slip? Technically, yes. And umbao. And I agree with you technically, but at the same token, I feel like she has not been with him long enough from what it sounds like yeah. for her to know if he was the type of man that could handle mm. this situation. Yes. Right. So you're, you're taking, cause she's going to be responsible. She, she's going to have a baby body. in her belly for nine months. Yeah. yeah. And then it sounds like she's going to be a hundred percent responsible for this child. Other than maybe some child support that might be, you know, required. So, at the end of the day, like women, yes, we recognize that the man who has sex with us should also take responsibility, but it's still on us. But what so about she, ethically? Yeah. Like she doesn't feel like comfortable with giving abortion. Abortion well, is an option she, for her. If she doesn't feel, right. then, that's, that's then, she, then she don't have an abortion. But I, so then I, it's not a choice then for her. Right. I mean, she does have a choice. It's still a choice. I mean, it's still a choice. You always have a choice yeah. in the matter. She's right. just deciding not to because of her of her what her. her beliefs are. Mm-hmm. Right. But. He, he we, we had a whole episode on this talking about mm-hmm. um, abortion rights and right. fathers having people, men having more rights in their decisions with it as well. Mm-hmm. He's telling her he didn't want to have a kid and, he, and then he, he laid down with her. So yeah. he knew the risk. He knew those chances. Right. right. But like Jen said, she didn't really know this man. Mm-hmm. His whole actions are, are changing because he doesn't, one, he didn't really like you that like that to begin nah. with. No. Nope. But you ended up getting pregnant. Yep. So now you said, look, I don't want you in my I don't want you in my life the rest of my life. Right. So but I know if you have this kid, you're gonna be in my life the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. We're not cool like that. So right. he's telling you he doesn't yeah. want to have a kid. Right. So if you decide to go forward, you 
shouldn't hold resentment uh-uh. against that man for telling you what he did not want to do initially. But she's still responsible. I mean, like, if she this is. is the idea, right, that, like, the man isn't responsible because he doesn't want the kid, then all of us, for a lot of us, our daddies would be off the hook, right? Well, like a, for lot, a lot of us, they were. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, and, and that was wrong. Right. Like, I think now, universally, we can look back and say... That was wrong. Right. Like, even though you didn't necessarily want me, I'm motherfucking here. Right. Yeah, you know what but I mean? If women, so, if women have the right, not, if women have the right. It's not a right necessarily thing. For me, I don't look at abortion as an, a choice for me. I don't think it is a choice. I literally consider it, for me personally, murder. I respect other women having the right to do what they do because I feel like everybody has a right to have their own beliefs. But personally, for me, Abortion is murder. Right. And so when you're so in, I'm not doing in it. your situation though, like with that mindset and with this lady's mindset, if you know that abortion is off the table, yeah. you then more, you more need careful. to make sure that you're on birth control. Do everything in your make power. Make sure that you know you don't get pregnant because you know that yeah. that's not an option. Like me, oh, I know that's why I don't got baby right now. Right. Choice is so always an option, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I now have multiple decisions to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she, like you said, she didn't have a choice. She got pregnant. But now she can't, like, yes, he needs to be financially responsible, 100%. And he will be. Don't you think at some level he's still responsible emotionally? No. Because how many have to be? It's like deadbeat. We're talking. We're literally sanctioning deadbeat dads. Right. But But he said he didn't want a kid. But that's every deadbeat dad. No deadbeat dad wants a kid. That's the whole point. That's why they're deadbeat dads. But but how do you make somebody? She have a choice. Be emotionally available. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can force it through shame. No, not at all. Doesn't matter nowadays. Like it should, but it doesn't. And it'll be more resentment if you try to force them. They're gonna push them further away. And and it could be a a worse situation for your child because, like, my son grew up without his father. Yeah. And his father didn't really want any responsibility, but I wasn't going to force him into that. Yeah. And what ended up happening is that my son did not have to go through a struggle relationship between me and his father. We had a very easy. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I struggled having to take care of my son financially 100%, but my son never had to deal with the back and forth and the every other weekend and the, you know, his family not, you know, liking me and this, that, and the other. There was none of that animosity Mm. that comes with raising a child. Yeah. Especially when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't want one. That's true. And sometimes. Do Do you feel like your son, though, at some level has... Like, so uh, no matter how much we want to change the history or redirect the programming, his mm-hmm. father is half of him, right? right? And so by his father not being present in his life, his connection to his whole family, his whole heritage, his whole ancestry on that side, he doesn't have like a real, he's a tenuous connection to that. Right. Do you well, regret that for him? But he him? can go and find that as he get older, though. Well, I mean, he knows his father and mm. he's yeah. had conversations with him and I mean, have his father even took him to the airport one time like a couple years ago like so he's aware of him mm-hmm. and then his father has an older son yeah so they get along they connected and they connect and then um it, and it's funny because i didn't even notice um his father had an older daughter which i just found out about like last year so they connected as well yeah so he and he's connected with so he's starting to connect to that father's side sisters mm-hmm. so 
there's some connection. He's building because that there's bonds. social media. Yeah. So there's connections there. And and I was always that mom. Like, I didn't keep my son from understanding who his father was. Yeah. And I was never that nasty, hateful, like, oh, your father's an asshole. He don't do shit. Mm. I was very supportive of if he asked me a question about his father, being very honest and open about who he was and what he was about. Yeah. In a very, like, real way without it being any shade or any animosity. I think that's a key component. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. Here's Shay. Shay could not contain himself. No, because I love it. Let's go. The situation that you guys are discussing, I'm, I'm, I lived it. I am. Yeah. So, my mom had me. My dad didn't necessarily want me in that situation. Yeah. He went off and got married. I didn't meet my dad until I was 24, 25. Mm -hmm. Same. So, on that statement about like legacy and the other side of my family, yes, like I'm, I'm half Nigerian of a very Probably a pretty prominent family. Yeah. Um. I mean, I found and out. And you feel that like loss, kind of, don't you? Well, like that, that like knowing them, connecting to them, knowing like it's so instinctually. Well, hey, but here's the situation, right? So I'm also half West Indian, so that's another, that's another strong, hey, shout strong, out to the West Indian, strong, you know, legacy culture within mm -hmm. itself. So I I was raised on that side, so I have a very strong connection to that side. So when I'm gonna chance to meet my dad and get kind of get to explore more of the Nigerian side of me. It was a very positive experience. It's it, cool. It was super smooth. Like, I mean, he was very open. I was very open. Jen, you did the right thing in terms of, like, not being bitter. Right. That's the thing that kills it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Regardless of what you feel about wanting a kid or not having a kid or whatever, you have to think about the fact that that kid, you are the link to the to yeah. everybody else in the family yeah. who actually gives a damn about that kid. Yeah. And you can't be the bitter link. You can't, you can't. be, the, and, can't people, be and people grow as years go on. So, so he might not want this this child now, yeah. Yeah. but maybe years down the road, he changes and say, oh, you know what? I do want to be part of that child's right. life. And, and so exactly. opportunity should always exist right. to, to keep that door open. Well, I, like for me personally, I think for old girl, I feel like... I'm kind of with her. I feel like when you lay down with someone, you kind of learn lay down with their principles and like what they're willing and willing not what they're willing to and willing not to compromise, which is one of those things like abortion is a conversation that honestly you should have. We jump into the bed so quickly nowadays that we don't have these conversations, right. but there's an it's an important to have. You need to know really like off rip Okay, if this person isn't willing to have an abortion, then maybe we need to be extra careful. And maybe Absolutely. I need to do right. my part Absolutely. as well instead of always expecting that the woman's going to do right. her part. Oh, because I agree. 100%. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's on both people. Like right. birth or control is. is literally 50-50. It's on both people. Right. And so if you happen to have a baby, then you're signing up for that when right. you're having consensual sex. Like, mm -hmm. I just think that's what it is. And for me, like, I don't, it's not a personal decision it, personal decision for me. I haven't gotten pregnant. That's why I don't got a baby. If I get pregnant, we having this motherfucker, right? Like it just is what it is. I don't feel like I have a choice in the matter. And so if I don't got a choice, you don't got a choice. We fuck. We stuck. Like, <laughs> we literally and figuratively. Like you know what I mean? But like moving forward for this lady who she's in a relationship with, well, she's not in a relationship with this guy who doesn't want to have a baby, but she's obviously pregnant and she's moving forward with this child. What I can say is use Jen kind of as an example. Like, you can't you can't force a emotional or spiritual relationship with that person. You can you can force them to you know pay for the child, obviously. Yeah. And gentlemen, right. it is like I can't even. I, I will say this, and you can leave this in Jay because I normally like make him take all this shit out. I am a like a family lawyer. It is 
like when your woman, when the mother of your child asks you for money, almost always what they're asking for is less than what they would get if it's court mandated right. child support. Exactly. Like, oh my, like I literally, like, literally this woman was asking for $150 a month. Well, that's nothing. That's it. Yeah. That's what she wanted. That's what she felt like she needed. Would not give it to her. Wow. And so she ended up going to the court and she has, she's getting $1,100. $1,100. Yep. $1, wow. yeah. $1,100. And like, it's really easy to blame it on her. Cut your nose, spite your face. Right? right? To be yeah. like, oh, she, this child support's crazy. She's crazy. But she was asking you for one fifty, and you said no. You forced that situation. Yeah. Out of you know ego. What I mean? for, he's yeah. probably bitter about it. He's probably Ooh, bitter. I, I feel like so sweet justification for her. So don't be but, bitter. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I'm like, you know, financially, you're still obligated to do it, but emotionally, you can't force it. But ladies, you have to remember the same way that, like, your children feel like you felt some way about anybody talking about your mama on the playground is the same way that anybody feels about any of their parents, including their father. Mm-hmm. Like you can't talk shit about my daddy. You can't talk shit about my daddy. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear it. You can say what you want, but like, know that my relationship with him is different and I love him in a different way. So I don't want to hear that shit. Right. And so I think for her, she just needs to keep that in mind. Like let them, let that man, his mistakes and his mess ups, that kid will be, when he's an adult, will understand it. Right. Let that man live his life. Exactly. Just yes. him or not, you right. move on yep. and don't move on in bitterness. Let's get it. Right. Exactly. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to my least favorite segment of the world. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. What are the rules for that sounds about right? So the rules are... That sounds about right. Hold on a second. So the rule for that sounds about right is I have chosen five to six songs uh, for the table. You need to know either the name of the song or the name of the artist. Either one would you like goes. A sip of a, would you like a shot prior to starting? That sounds familiar. We've got some rosé vodka. Oh, I, I've never even had rosé vodka. It's delicious, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we get a little shot glass, I please, a sir? shot glass. All right, sippers. So... Uh, you can find these songs on the OT, No Shade, Spotify playlist. Uh, hopefully, Shade did not peek into the the OT, No Shade sound. I don't look until it's time. You don't look until it's time? Good. good. You don't want a shot? I'll do a shot. Yeah, I'll do a shot. Uh, last time Shade played this with uh with L. Oh, boy. It got a little heated because L didn't uh, want to give Shade a point, <laughs> even though Shade did want- say it. I mean, you did technically still win. I but. still won. I'm horrible at games, so y'all definitely. Are you good with music, though? You know music. I love music, but I never know. Like, if I hear a song, I'm like, oh, that's my jam. But I don't know the name, <laughs> the name of the song. Of the... I don't know who sings it. It could be the most popular shit ever, and I'd be like, mm. I so don't basically, know what, what you're saying, this is going to be about Shay and L playing. Yeah, it really is. Like, I'm, I'm going to be looking at <laughs> No like, excuses. Okay, no excuses, hi, Jen. You are a doctor. Yeah, no, I'm business. playing. <laughs> I ain't no doctor in freaking musicology and shit. Dr. So. Dre. I'm going to do All a right, shot, shot real quick. Guys. Okay. So shot. All right, up to it, down to it. Fuck those who don't do it. We do it because we used to it. Drink, motherfucker. Drink, 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 drink. Drink. Mm. Woo. Woo. That's All right. Shit. You like it? Mm-hmm. It's low-key kind of smooth, right? Could you imagine what that was like mixed in mm. with something mm. it's like a little OJ alright so this first song I like it with a little acai came out in 2012 2012 okay what does that sound so far ago 
I know, right? <laughs> it's not that, but it feels like forever ago. All right, here That's we like go. Eight years, a long time. I guess. Baby squirrel use a sexy motherfucker. The fuck? Bruno Mars. Correct. I never heard that beginning piece before. Never ever. Never. No. I just heard. I just knew that beat. Yeah. I did a dance to it. Pharrell made the, the beat. Did. I don't know who made the beat. Yeah, he had a triple. Yeah, Pharrell made yeah, the beat to this. It had a triple. Oh, oh, did it? Yeah. Oh. It's usually Pharrell. So this is a uh, treasure. My oh my. So y'all ain't ready one. for these vocals, y'all. She got one. She got one. <laughs> Who winning so far? <laughs> hey! All right. I this next song came out in the 90s. Late 90s. Okay, I like the 90s. All right, here we go. Focus, Jen. Put your phone down. I'm focusing. I'm just taking selfies. Shade, you know what it is. Jill Scott? No. No. Rafael um, no. Fuck. I know this song. Come on, this is a classic. It's a white guy. Justin Blake? No. no. It's 90s, right? No, 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 no. Elton John? Late 90s. Um, uh, Maybe early 2000s. What's his name? I know the song. Um, I know the song. What's the name of the song? James, James. Is it James? James? It is a J. Jason Mraz. No. Oh, that's a good one, though. Virtual Insanity. Virtual Insanity. You just said Insanity. Virtual Insanity. So this is Jamiroquai. Yeah. Oh, I would have never got that. Jamiroquai. I didn't know he was white, though. He's like, I didn't know yeah. he was white either. I'm pretty sure he's kind of threw me off. Mm, yeah. Me too. I me was too. thinking of white people names. Me too. Oh. I was so, like, <laughs> I kept saying John B. John B. in my head. John B. I was like, this is not John That's B. Definitely not, not John B. B. So this is called Virtual Insanity. All right. So this next one. All right. L has two. If y'all don't get this one, I'm going to be so disappointed. Oh, because as soon as you hear the beat, you're going to know who it is. Okay. So be quick with it. No. Sippers, be right. quick with I'm it. Trying. Oh, oh, that's my jam. Um, uh, Amaria? No, 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 no. Um, Icebox? Twister, no. No, uh, shit. This oh, is... Jeremiah. No. No. Jagged Edge. Correct. Jagged Edge. <laughs> I knew. I was like, I just need to be quiet. How do you not know that, Shay? I literally, okay, so my thumbs up album, um, I use Google Play for my love my music. And I recently have been like liking all the music that I love. And so my thumbs up album is like my new favorite album because it's nothing but just like, it's so random. But it's like all albums that I stand for. And Jagged Edge came on and I forgot album. how much I fucking, yeah. Jagged Edge is probably one of the best boy the band best. ever. Yeah. They don't get enough credit. Like, I made you, so much, I had so much sex off this song. for people who didn't I grow up in did. the 90s. And I know, like, did not understand. The how important Drew Hill and Jagged Edge. I was gonna say Drew yeah. Hill. Yes. Drew Hill. I saw them. Drew Hill, Jagged Edge, Mary J, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, that's a good tour. They was, yeah, Woo! they was yeah. in the Budweiser Superfest in 1998 that's amazing. in Philly. That shit was so. Listen, so Bone Thugs. 
and Harmony. They had a big skull on the stage, and they were literally blowing weed. I didn't smoke weed back then, right? I was in the fifth row, high as Huh. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? They got fined for it, but they still did it. Yeah. 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 Back in the 90s, you could kind of get away with some shit. You can get away with a lot more. Yeah. That's funny. All right. So I'm like, well, yeah. I officially won. So you, you officially won. You got I'll be quiet so you guys can decide you in a second. You didn't even let Shay get a chance to no, say you. anything. No, no sir. Like I tried. Uh, I'll be quiet, though, so you guys can decide who's Damn, second. Shay, I had a little more hope for you, bro. To be honest with you, around that time, like I was still getting into American music. Uh, so, damn, I'm gonna say that for the next one. I ain't in a shot. Shake, Elle just poured she a did, big ass she, shot she in here. Like I'm gonna sip on. I'm gonna sip on that one. All right, so we're gonna play two more songs though. Even like though Elle has one not, sippers, you may be, but it's, it's you may be it's beating L or tied with L right now. It is All right, so here we go. Next one, and I don't think L's gonna get this one. So y'all focus. No, still play. All right, here we go, sippers. Yeah. Oh, I brother, you said it. Isley, Isley. oh, that's my shit. This song right here, I just love this song. You know the name of it? Um, um, um. Uh, what is it? Um. This was what, like 2006? This was like, yeah. This Somewhere was, around 2000, 2004, I think. What's it? Secret, Secret Lover. Secret Lover, yeah. that's it. Keep in mind, Isley Brothers have been playing music since like the seventies. Yeah. Right, but they didn't get big until the didn't early nineties. I mean, they, they were they were big. They were big. Like R. Kelly had was the sauce back in the day. R. Kelly was. definitely like revived, revived Ron Isley in that whole. I feel so bad because, I mean, I loved R. Kelly's music, but I can't listen to that shit no more. I mean, you can. Just don't tell nobody. It's not a problem, man. For me, it's a principle thing. I just yeah. can't do it. Like, I mean, you know, we have to stand for something. All that damn liquor you poured in there, you just poured it out. Okay. You should lick it up. Lick it. You just <laughs> 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 All right. You never know. Now, this next song, I don't think, I don't think any of y'all going to get it. Let's find out. Shay might get it. Just listen to the voice. She fire. Brown skin, pretty brown eyes, hey, waist, but the hips kind of wide, thick. Oh, hey. five, five, about five, six. What name is brown skin, but huh? She saw brown skin, but no. Then she cut it off. Eyebrows on fleet, can't rub it off. No pencil, trap music. Nobody knows. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a woman. It's a stud. Blumba, Blumba. Young M A. Yes. Oh M A. Big. Huh? Big? Young and May. What's the song name? Is Big? No, nine. Oh, nine. Nine. Hey, this is beat though. Uh, the fact that you know all of this is ridiculous. Let's run that back. The beginning is so hard. Her last album actually pretty good. Okay. Hot. I haven't heard this in forever. Hey. Well, Young and May hasn't been out that long, so. She's doing know. it. I like her lo- music low key, but I've never heard that. She's doing it harder than some of these fellas. Way low-key. harder. Way harder. Like, she she's winning. legit good. She's pretty good, shits, too. Bruh. All right, last one. Okay. okay. I'm so winning. I'm like, I just have to stop. Come on, Shay. Oh, that's You um, know who it is? Marion. No. Marquis Houston. Oh, whoa. No, that's, um, that's my boy. Is that Mario? Chris Brown, Trey no. Songs. No, it's, um, shit, the fuck is his name? Bruno Mars. No. 
Neo Sochal. Neo. Neo. Correct. Like, Neo. <laughs> I see the video in my head and shit. I like I knew it was somebody, but I couldn't picture him. I was like, this this sound is so nostalgic. I know it's like Neo. That's my jam right there. That's how you, man, these songs, you had to make love on these songs. Like, you couldn't just be fucking. So, what's your, like, sex yeah, playlist? Is your sex playlist, like, still old school? Oh, yeah, like, mostly, old, mostly old school. Yeah, he, he has a whole playlist. Yes. Yeah, I have a good playlist of old songs. Yeah, he had the whole central sexual shit going on. You know, like, I listen to my playlist. I low key listen to it sometimes when I'm just, like, drunk and in the pool because I just, like, it's a vibe. Yeah. But, like,. It's it's mostly all like early two thousands, like back before they were like, I'm gonna fuck you, girl, and come on your face. Like, it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely changed, like, and I hope yeah, I hope it gets sexy. back it's to not it. Sexy. I don't that's like it. You know who? Listen to listen to Lucky Day. Yeah. Lucky Day is a newer artist, and he's really good. Yeah, who sings contradiction? Contradictions. Contradictions. Um, I don't I'm know. Also saying um that song. First off, I'm not a rapper. Second off, we not the same. Third thing, are you internet niggas? Oh. Are you niggas on the internet? No, should be ashamed. Project Foot. Uh-huh. I don't know. All right. Well, speaking of music, so, you know, I got to th- I gotta give my son, like, one little second off. Okay. Um, so, my son has a new song out called Down. Okay. Um, it's Trenton and Soke, and it is actually really hot. I mean, at this point, he has like well over a million plays on his music. Oh, dope. He's got some really hot. He just um, got connected. That's his shit right there. Hey. He just got connected with some really big people that want to do some more music with him. Yeah. And we actually mastered that song in Vegas with a, a guy that worked with people like Jay-Z. Oh, dope. Because I'm the coolest fucking mom ever. Right. So, like, put that out there right put, quick. Right. Like, mama, so, do things, honey. So his song is hot. It was really hot. People love it. Hey. All right, what we got next, Al? This is nice. Is he singing? Yes, he is. Oh, okay, sir. How old your son? Because you know I'm young. He cute we ain't that young. Too. Well, I say that I'm out loud. I say that out loud. How are you? All right, so guys, I don't know if you know, but we having a motherfucking live show. Okay, yes. it is January 22nd. The tickets are out right now. Check us on Eventbrite. Type in all T no shade. We are having a loud show. It is X rated, so we are not recording. Okay, son. Hey, son. Oh my you do good, girl. Right. Jeanette's on point. Yes. All right, so if you are interested in our live show. <laughs> no, you didn't. Why won't you let us look? I'm so happy it's another girl. I'm so happy. Right. Why don't you let me yeah, live this? It was, girl it was another girl shit. last week. Oh, I wasn't here, though. It's not my fault. Look, if I was, if I was showing some hot bitches, Jay and about it. Oh, let me see. Oh, yes, exactly. All right, we're on our live show, guys. We are. T- it's X double X rated. We're talking casual sex. So if you're interested, mm. go ahead and buy the tickets before they sold out. Last show did sell out. So get your tickets now. It's on Eventbrite, Altino Show. All right, moving on, guys. Let's go ahead into... What's your ish? What's, what's your, your ish? What's your All right, what is your shit right now? Can I go first? Yeah, so, Bajan, just so you know, what's your oh. shit is basically anything that you're feeling this week. It could be a drink. It could be a restaurant. It could be a book. It can be a show. It could be anything. That's my shit. It could shit. be a vibe. It can be anything you want it to really? be. Really? Any, like anything? Anything you anything? want it. Anything yes. you want. Okay. All right. So, my ish this week 
is my sunbeam heated blanket. It is a entire blanket that is. Didn't you do that before? I don't give a fuck because I'm, I'm doing saying, it again. I'm really liking it. Legit, like it's been cold. Boo, boo you need a man. It's been cold. <laughs> FYI. Oh, well, that you might need be something it. to roll up in besides that damn. That blanket. might be factual. Mm. That might be factual. That might be mm. factual. <laughs> but this heated blanket though is a real good it's substitute. Like, it's like, <laughs> like it is. First of all, it is the ultimate trap. I get into it. I turn it on, especially these super cold nights. It's been mm. like dropping to the 40s and the 50s, so it's mm-hmm. been chill. I've been like leaving my window partly cracked. And getting into a nice heated blanket, like when it's cold out and crisp out, mm. bitch. I would like, be miserable. You can't talk to me about oh, a better good. sleep. I'd be knocked I out. It, right? And I feel like I wake up feeling amazing. Maybe it's a girl mm-hmm. thing, but I love to be warm Ooh, in bed. Like, when it's it. cold out. Yeah, when it's cold, like I want it to be nice and hot in my blanket. Yes. Ugh. Like, it is like I'm smothered no. under covers. Yeah. If I'm, like hot, if I'm hot and sweaty, ugh. Just, oh, less is sex, but other than that. Say, I'm not sweaty. sweaty. It's, just hot, it's just warm. You feel warm and sunbly. Oh, I'm not sweating. Oh, toss and turn all night long. But good for you though. Okay. I'm glad well, you. I'm glad I'm you like your heated blanket. Best life. Not my best life because a man probably would be better. Right. But you so know, next show we want to hear some different shit. Like you know, I'm like kind of off dudes at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic. Jane, what's yeah, your is. what's your ish this week? Um. So for me, like honestly, is it's really good friends. Like, mm-hmm. amen. So being as busy as I've been over the last few years, especially raising a son and all of that and having and becoming a doctor, becoming a doctor, the whole thing, you know, you kind of have to sacrifice friends, especially girlfriends. Mm. And honestly, like my girlfriends that I have now show up and show out every Amen. fucking time. Like I can text and nine times out of 10, they're there. And it, it could be some random as hell shit. Like, listen, I know it's nine o'clock, but meet me at the spot at 10. Yeah. All right, bet. Let me throw some clothes on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'm about to do some crazy ass shit, you know, come through. They're like, all right, bet. And I get five girls to come through, you know? So it's, it's so nice funny to have that. Because like the only guy that I know that like has the same relationship with their guy friends that girls have with their girlfriends is you. Yeah. Like, right. you're like, you're like, I'm like, I call you up and like it is and it's popping and it is what it is. Like, you know, your guy friends respond yeah. to you. Right. Like for me, most of like my friends that are guys or like even the guys I've dated, like they don't have that same access to their friends. Right. Because yeah. like I can call my friends like right now and be like, bitch, I am going through something. I don't care about what you have going on with your life. Right. I need you right now. ASAP. Right. Meet yes. me at the bar, yes. 6 p.m. Right. High. Right. And 6 and p.m. Yes. Them bitches will be there. Right. Ready. Right. Yeah. That's ready. important. That's I think important. that goes back to, again, my le- my legacy. And you're like, like that. I want... People always joke me. Like, a lot, a lot of my guy friends, they're like, Jay... You could you could do a post and be like, "Yo, I'm going to blah blah blah." You're gonna have thirty people right, there people showing up. Show up, right? But people love being around good ass people well, and good that's energy. Why they right. think you're a hoe because you when like when the bat signal comes yes. out, <laughs> most guys right. don't show up for the bat signal, right. but you do, and so he you're does, surrounded right. by, by females. females. Right? Yeah. That's true. what it is, Jay. Well, I mean, I besides just, the fact that he actually is, and he's a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that. Fact. He's like, 
Yeah. But he is a good ass friend. I mean, I've known yes. Jay for like what seven or eight long years. Time. Or some shit. Yeah. Like long time. Like a long time. time. Like since she moved down here. Jay is one like, of the few people who I can like give the bad signal to, and I know it will not be held against me. Right. Because you have friends who will like help you. But they will also hold the fact that right. they helped you right. against, against you. you. Right. Right. They're like, right. oh, remember Last when time. I helped you out with such and such? Right. Like, no, I know like, if I ask you for something or if I need your help, right. like you will help me and it will never be said again. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. yeah. And like to me, that's like the yeah. ultimate, right? Yeah, I just, you know, I, and I also. Oh my God. No. so cute. Don't say no. I feel like this works that's because this, we're not dating. This is adorable, right? right? I feel like yeah. if you were dating, thing. It would be bad. Have you ever like? Okay, so Tony, we had to get Tony back on the show. He was just on here a week ago. Tony's my boo. We decided to do featured guests, and so it's just gonna be Jay and I. I like it. I like it. And so we're gonna have to feature guests. I feel like Tony needs to be a featured guest because I like Loki love Tony. Yes. But like. I was like, Tony used to laugh at us because we like are like fight like an old married couple. Shay knows this. We fight like an old married couple, but like there's like for me it's not a thing. Yeah, um, you know I just I like to one thing I really I feel like this is part side topic, but I don't feel like men often have the freedom to hang with guys without thinking it's. Homosexual Agreed. without being, Agreed. and so I make it. Get over that shit. Toxic but it's not. But it's not just men who think that. It's women it's who women. think that too. And so, like women are the main perpetrators. Yeah, and so men don't want to do but it because they don't want to look like that. Believe that that's the case. Like women have to get out of their their own bullshit as well. Women yeah. are so scared their down low that yeah. they're like. Well, and that's a reasonable fear, though, too. It is a reasonable fear because, like, so this many black culture, men yes. lie and say, yes. like, and they have separate relationships. But I'm like, if your man is gay, he's gay. There's nothing you, you can, can do, do about, about it, honey. Right. Like, so him having a tight connection and tight relationship with his homeboys, it's either he's fucking them or he's not. Okay. And guys, guys, guys need an outlet to they talk do, about right. guy shit right. without other women. We love women. But sometimes you got to be around your homies and you just right. do guy yeah. shit. I found out the other day, like, you know, last year I went to Costa Rica, I mean, uh, Panama, and I found out the other day people said, oh, Jay went, went, went with a bunch of gay guys. I'm like, none of us were gay. But right. black guys, uh, but black was, guys yeah. travel. Black is. guys travel. It's We're so allowed toxic. to travel. And it's not anything but even gay. If some of them were gay. So the who cares? Was. Exactly. Right. You I can't hang out like, with gay people because you're not. I definitely have girlfriends yeah. that are gay, and it's right. not a big thing. It's not a, like no one thinks I'm it's gay such because a I have separate taboo. Exactly. I have girlfriends like they be doing some wild shit with other girls. I'm like, okay, but I right. like it. Doesn't matter. It's not like my thing. It's not like I don't care. Like, right. You're not talking yeah. to me, so it's not an issue. But right. I feel like guys, it's like a we don't separate get we don't get we don't get that same thing. So anyway, I say all to say that's why I go I hit guys up and create circles. Hey, let's go hang out. Just the guys. Right. All right. So. All right. That's our that's our ish. Got a little like, yes, left field. All, all right, good. guys. Let's go ahead and move on to our final sip. I have a final sip. Okay. Do you have a final sip, sir? Um, let me see my notes. I don't know if I do. Do you have a final sip? It can be oh, your I don't, final. I don't have, you do have a final. I don't have sip. a final sip. What is you know your final sip? final sip is. Okay, so final sip is. What do you want to leave the show with? Like, you know, it's our last time to like okay. give some tea okay. or to put some words of wisdom out like in it. there yeah. 
And so I think for you, your final step definitely has to be your contact information. Like, how do the people get to know you? How do they reach out right. to you? Like, we are in a new decade, this new decade, black people, we are cutting off generational curses and mm-hmm. we are creating generational wealth. Yeah, and so, no doubt. how do we reach out to you to no help doubt. with that? Yeah, so um, there's a lot of ways to reach me Facebook. Um, people can actually connect with me on my personal page, which is um, Dr. Jen Dobson. Um, business-wise, they can connect with me on Degrees of Success on Facebook. Yes. They can go to my website, which is studentloanmanagement.info. And the one thing that I want people to understand about me is that I'm very open both in business and personal. Like, I want to create true connections. Like, I'm not looking just to build business with other people yeah. or to, to collect money. Like, I truly want to have relationships with people. Yeah. Um, so they can reach out to me in whatever format or platform they want to and in whatever capacity they want to, if it's just to get to know who I am as a person and see if we jive and then they want to do business with me, I feel that's the best way because now you can see who I am. Yeah. And then now we can work together and, you know, and, and build that legacy and, and get rid of some of that debt and, you know, build up credit and all of that. So so they can reach me in all of those ways, um, including um, just shoot me an email at gdobson at degreesofsuccessinfo.com. Yeah. And I have to agree. Like, we're acquaintances. I don't say we were, like, friends. We yeah. don't hang out. Like, right. We, we have out. friends in common. Right. But, like, so we've hanged out at, at points. Right. At events. Um. Right. Right. But, like, I really do feel like you're very transparent. Like, Thank even you. in what I have seen and how I have connected with you, I feel like it's always consistently who you like are. Like, real. Like, yeah. I think that's important because, like, in the 80s and 90s, for those that are old enough to remember the 80s and 90s, you know, business was very separate from personal. It yeah. Was, the, the, the saying was, it's just business. Right. But it is 2020, and business is personal. It's connected. Like, mm-hmm. I, I will buy from you because I like you. Yeah. Because yeah. I know who you are as a person, because right. I know you're a good dude or a good girl. You know what I mean? And, and I expect people to do the same. And there's people that don't like me. Yeah. yeah. There's people that have told me, like, you're too open, you're too real, um, I don't want to buy from you because, you know, you you had a bikini on. I'm like, I was at the beach, so... <laughs> right, like, you know, like, 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 so was I supposed to go in a blanket? Like, what was I supposed to do? Like, I was just being... I'm, I'm just living my best life because, honestly, and this is something I want to leave with everybody as well, like, this is the only life you get as far as we know. Amen. As far as we so know, yep. you have to do everything that makes you happy. You can't be worried about everybody else and what they think about you live your life like live it in your own truth and then and do what you want to do and there's gonna be people that love you there's gonna be people that hate you but i'd rather be loved or hated than be mediocre in the middle so true that's my thing i don't have a final sip what's the final sip okay so my final sip is we will have two final sips the first one is hello guys we have a live show coming on january 22nd live show y'all y'all want to be there sippers you want to be there for the uncensored casual sex talk x-rated and we are going to go in and we want to have a real conversation with real people i think that's the most important thing about our show and definitely about the live show is like i actually want to do less talking i want to hear from other people i want to hear what you guys are thinking i want your feedback and so the live show is coming up January 22nd at the Rialto Theater. 
Rialto Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, the doors open at 7:45. Show stop starts promptly yeah, 8 at p.m. 8 p.m. We are on. We are not on CP. No CP time. Mm-hmm. We are on white people time. Because we have a time limit and that we pay for. Right. We also on military time. So show starts promptly at eight. We have amazing guests. We have amazing surprises coming up. So. Die your ticket. Let's have this open converse and conversation. Now, my second sip is Mm -hmm. New Year's just passed. Mm -hmm. What's one resolution that you guys have for the new year? A new decade, actually. I did this on my Facebook, which is funny because people was like, that's not a goal, blah, blah, blah. Like, my goal in 2020 is I legit want a healthy, good relationship. Why is that not? Goal. That is 100. Let, let these women tell it. They was like, no, that's not a goal. If a man come, a man come. It's in God's hand. That God bring me a man. I don't believe in that's that. Some bullshit. But yeah, so that's my. That's one of my. One. I don't have that many. Uh, but I have been single now for over four years, and it's time. It's time for me to get transition. Because if, if I want to find a life partner, yeah. if I want to find someone I can build with. I have to put in the work to do so. Yeah. And so 2020, I'm legit. I shut down. I shut it down in 2019. Yeah. But now I'm focused. You I'm going to. You where you're like, fuck these bitches. Well, I'm done with these. <laughs> I'm done with these women. They crazy. They crazy. They crazy. But no, so that's more. That's my one of my resolutions. What's is to find a resolution, Chad? Um, so for me, I, I'm trying to build a billion dollar industry. Business. I love it. So yes, this, year, magic, sprinkle it. this year is all about traveling um, to make money Amen. and um, you just just continue to grow. Now that I'm done with school, I just want to I want to make as much damn money as I can. So that's my shit. Shay, what's your what's your resolution? We're adding you in. You have to add. Talk to us. Girl. <laughs> Girl. With a very white. Hey, oh, hey, Shay. Oh, yes. Girl. Girl, what's um, your resolution for the year? I mean, I don't do necessarily resolutions. I just get a guiding word that I t- take from the beginning of the year. So this year is all about control. Okay. So that covers everything, like lifestyle. That covers money. That covers relationships. Control. It's I like just, it. and it's not about like being a control freak about it. It's just being. I doing instantly it, thought of that, BDSM. Hey, nothing right. wrong with it. And they See? call and they say I'm a hoe. See, I swear to you, I thought the same thing. I was like, control, like choking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> control is me. Like, I feel like I'm going to be Janet Jackson in like a latex outfit. See, sippers, who's the one? Who's the one, far. sippers? Me or them? Okay, I just. Okay, it's just okay. Continue. We sir. was on the same page. It, it, it's, it's more not, not, not the sadism or mm-hmm. whatever, but we can, <laughs> okay. we, we, can do, mean, we can do a little bit of actual control but nah but anyways um, but control is more just about being setting things happening because I want it to Mm. not necessarily because life is life right right. I think for me my resolution obviously like the obvious one is to lose weight need to reel that back in guys um but I think First of all, I love resolutions. Everyone hates this time of year, but I, I think it. it's so inspiring that like everybody yeah. has all these goals and they're trying to work towards them. Right. And like even if they don't make it, it makes me so happy. At least you try. Right? Like at least yeah, you try. Yeah. Right. But my real resolution, like my ultimate resolution for this decade, is to appreciate the present. Because I've had like so many like historical moments in my life where like people would be like, "Bitch, you was lit!" Like you know what I mean? Like you was on top, right? And being like 
honestly, in those moments of like great success, also being like almost crippled in anxiety mm-hmm. and fear and like uh, lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. Because when you have those like level of success, you also have a lot of eyes on you. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And so I like. I want to be more present. Like right now, I'm going through successes and I'm trying really hard to be like present in those ex- successes yeah. instead of being like, oh, well, you know what? I need to do A, B, and C better next time. And like, yes, I need to take notes and definitely, you know, have a list of what I need to do to correct like, situations or make it better or easier. But I also just need to be like, like appreciate present right. in the moment gotta be like, present like success that's right. why i'm on my superhero shit like right. because like we are low-key superheroes every day in our lives you don't even know and if you're not then you should be right you know what i mean like if you don't give money to homeless people maybe you should or if yeah. you don't volunteer maybe you should like right. we are low-key superheroes in our lives right i, like I think it. when in, in building legacy we often work, 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 work. Cause we're trying to build that legacy yes. and we forget to live in the present Ooh, moment. Jesus, so. take the wheel. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. end it off. All right, with that, I'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session. Done, shot, shot, shot. Holla. Shot, shot, shot. Ooh, salad.